Deadlands The Crossroads is an actual play podcast set in the Weird West. This actual play uses Savage Worlds mechanics and involves 27 players in total, with an exit on death feature. A player exits the series the moment their character dies. This series is intended for mature audiences. We insist you heed the following content warnings before viewing. Horror things, language, adult things, and strong violence and gore, including gun violence. Welcome to the Weird West. Let us tell y'all a story. Jonah, your foot splashes loudly into a mud puddle right in the center of the alleyway and the wind rushes past your ears. It's the middle of the night, maybe pushing 2 a.m. and the shadows make it hard to see the figure that you're chasing. As you come out of the alley on the other side, you you almost run into Luther. Um, kind of like slamming into him, just grabbing onto his arms. You both kind of slam into the wall a little bit on the other side. Uh, a crash in another alley um, gets your attention. You both look over and you actually see Willie um, coming out and kind of being tangled in the clothes, hanging from a clothesline, pushing them aside, kind of throwing them down on the ground. Uh, and the figure begins to dash away once again as you see uh, Matthias run out into view, looking around, seeing the figure. All of you see the figure sprinting. Um, if you will take this moment to just describe, uh, introduce yourselves. You can introduce your character if you'd like, but mostly just describe what each of you are seeing of each other. Uh, we can start. We can start with Jonah. Oh, uh, okay. I'm Caleb James Miller. I'm playing Jonah today. When you're looking at Jonah, this is what you're getting. Uh, he's six foot two with a, a pale, smooth complexion, smoother than anyone has a right to in the Wild West. Uh, he's conventionally handsome, but he's overly thin, uh, like string bean level. Um, he's just short of starving. He uses far too much pomade in his hair, and he dresses like someone who's never seen dirt, who's never seen dust. Uh, he wears a long tailored burgundy frock coat over a vest and suit shirt. Um, and he's the sort of guy you can't trust because he wears gloves. Um, he keeps uh, a, a deck of cards in a sleeve holster on, a le on his left side. Very easy to see. That's what you're looking at. All right, uh, Luther? Hi, uh, I'm Paul Vincent. You can call me Vincent. Um, I'm Luther. Uh, I'd say he's kind of like Jonah, that he's a classically handsome guy, but he's, instead of being thin, he's, he's not super muscular, but he is a bit beefy. Um, he's not smiling, but he's not mean looking. He just kind of looks at everything with a cool detachment. Uh, but he definitely has a different look than most other people. He wears gunslinger attire, but his shirt is crisp white. Uh, it's got embroidered eagles and flowers with red piping on it. Um, he's got a white neckerchief, white cowboy hat. Uh, every bit of metal on him is highly polished. 
uh, black gun belt with stitching, elaborate patterns. Uh, he's got his own initials on a big belt buckle on, on his belt and also on the um, the pearl handles of his, uh, his uh, revolvers. Um, yeah, and he just kind of like looks slightly annoyed that he got run into. Uh, we'll go with Willie. Hi, I'm Katie Brennan. I'm playing Willie. She is uh, a young, kind of um, boisterous, uh, but wily, uh, fledgling mad scientist. Her, She's named after her father, who was a pretty famous alchemist in the town. She could be pretty, but she, she doesn't try to do anything about her look. She always has stuff on her face from her experiments. She doesn't brush her hair. So she just doesn't care about any of that stuff. So you wouldn't know that she, if she's pretty or not, really. <laughs> she's, there's just too much going on. She always has her goggles on. They're always dirty, too. And she's caught all, up all up in this uh, clothesline, partially because she's scared, but but just at the same time so curious about what this is. She was also a little disappointed to have to leave the room because she was dying to just like check out that body and see what was going on there. So it's a mixture of emotions at the moment. She's trying to focus. And Matthias. Uh, hi, I'm Kai. I'm playing Matthias. Uh, Matthias is uh, about six foot four and uh, is wearing like a leather duster and you can easily tell by looking at him that he's had like uh, several years on the road just like sleeping out by campfires and stuff and not really uh, taking good care of himself. Uh, imagine if you took somebody who had the physique of like a day laborer kind of person uh, and then just gave him like six years of like the worst taking care of himself of his life. Uh, generally friendly body language, but has this sort of like deadness in his expression, unless people are paying attention to him. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. What you're getting in this situation. All right. So in this moment, in, in the dim light of the yellowed street lanterns, with the figure dashing away, almost disappearing into the darkness out of your view, um, we have uh, we have Jonah. What would you like to do? Uh, Jonah's a bit of a coward, so he's he's a little hesitant that he's moving faster than the others. But he does know that if this thing gets away, he's going to be wanted even more than he already is uh, in this situation. So he looks over at the others. Oh, God damn it! And takes chase after him. <laughs> um, uh, he's trying to keep pace as best as he can, but uh, not get too close to whatever the hell this is. All right, um, I'll have you make a notice check for me. Sure, sure. Let's see, I gave Jonah for notice. Uh, red hot D4, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll explode on my D4, and I end with a six. Okay, um, so as you're kind of hesitantly sprinting forward, you're looking around, you hear your heart pounding in your ears, and as you look over, um, for a moment, your heart drops because you think you've lost this figure. And then you see movement in the corner of your eye and you look over and you actually see it's like, you see coattails disappearing behind one of the buildings as it's sprinting further down the street. Oh, he's over here. He's over here, right, right around this corner. Uh, would you hurry the hell up, Luther? He's gonna <laughs> get away. Uh, I'm running around the corner, I'm going after it. Wonderful, and on that note, Luther, you're up. 
uh, Luther kind of straightens his shirt a little bit. Uh, and then, can I see the figure or? It... You cannot, not not from where you okay. are. It ran off sort of out of view and Jonah was the first one able to sprint off after it. So I'll just give chase then. All right, so um, sprinting, mostly following Jonah's lead. Um, I would assume you're you're kind of pointing over to the building. Oh, totally, uh, yeah. I've got the big yeah. beanpole legs sprinting as fast <laughs> as he can. He's, he's hard you know, to miss, so. Yeah. <laughs> he's skirting in the dirt and pointing wildly. He's over there, he's fast as all hell. We gotta catch him. <laughs> all right, so you're, you're sprinting. You, um, by the time you get up to him, both of you can get to basically like the corner of this building and turn around and you see this actual alleyway um, leads to the other side of the street and you see it reach the other side and look both directions. Um, you, you just see its head moving in, in both directions. Here's the shadowy cloak kind of draping off of him. Uh, is that your turn, Luther? Uh, I don't... Well, I'll pull my pistol and I'll say, stop or I'll shoot. Okay. Um, do you want to <laughs> wanna make any sort of check for that or? Uh, I guess that would be, is there intimidation or is it just? I think so. Oh, I don't even have intimidation. It's an untrained skill. So that's, that's not going to be great. I got a minus or a one minus two. On the that and a one, oh, that's a critical fail on intimidation. Oh, so <laughs> we missed out on the John Wayne. Voice. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Hey you. Um. <laughs> My voice crackles as I. Yeah, you go to yell, stop or I'll shoot, and it's just like stop, stop. <laughs> Hell of a time um. to go through puberty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now we are up to Lily, who has just finally untangled herself from this clothesline. Well, Lily finally gets herself off these petticoats and shouts, wait for me! <laughs> and then she just starts she starts to run and trying to catch up with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, so you, you sprint forward. You, you come up behind uh, Jonah and Luther and um, you kind of like push through them a little bit to peek through and see. You see Luther aiming his gun out at this figure and you just see this figure facing away from you, looking both directions uh, in the street. Do you do anything? Is there anything like above his head? Uh, make or a notice right check. in front of him? Make a notice check for me. I got a, a two and a four. Okay. Uh, did you get the four on your, on? On my stress? regular skill die. And was that a D4 or was it higher? D8, it was a okay, D8. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so looking around, there's nothing really hanging above him. Um, there's nothing directly in front of him either, but on the other side of the street that, that this alley is opening up into, uh, you see kind of a pile of just trash maybe or boxes but that's about it okay i just concocted this thing that will let me shoot a bolt and i'd never done used it before so i want to shoot it at the the garbage to try to block his way because i don't know about i want to kill him yet because i don't know who he is all right 
Um, so you are uh, trying to shoot a bolt at the garbage in the distance. Yeah, right in, right in front of him to try to scatter it in front of him. All right, go ahead and make that roll. Okay, let's see. Hey, I got a five. Okay. Um, all right, so as this, uh, explain how this looks. Is this some sort of device that you're shooting it from or how, how does this look coming from this character? Yeah, she's got a lot of things attached to her, uh, undercarriage kind of, and then on the arms too. So like, it's kind of like modern day, like um, vacuum hose. She kind of reaches up one arm and just kind of swoops out. <laughs> Wonderful. So you push through the boys and then uh, you do kind of like step in front of them for a moment and just pull this Ghostbuster style vacuum hose outward and you you watch as uh, this hose, there's like a, there's like this weird glow coming from the center of it for a moment and then it uh, you just kind of hear this strange sound and it flies out of this hose and it goes right past this this being and it slams into the trash across the street and as it does, boxes of explode up and fly everywhere and you see this, uh, this figure kind of hunched down a little bit from the sound and then you see as its hands come up, claws come out. I'm gonna say... Oh, I think I've determined it's a bad guy. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Um, I don't think we should pull our punches no more. <laughs> All right, Matthias, you're up. Uh, so Matthias watches everybody else turn and run straight out of the room and he goes, oh, hell, and he just bolts after everybody. Um, is there a roll I could do to see, um, if there's a faster way to get to that street? Because I see other people, like, disappearing down that alleyway. I would say, by this time, you see them at the end of that, that alleyway pushing through, and you would see, uh, or at least hear the explosion from Willie's bolt slam into the other side. So if you wanted to go around this building on the other way, you could definitely do that. Uh, I will do that. All right, so you sprint around, turning around to the other side of the building as you're turning the corner. That's, you see this thing's claws out. And as it looks over at you, you get a better view at its face. Why, why, why do you wait until we miss, huh? Just like, I'm cute, don't, don't mind me. Um, as it turns towards you, you see a completely pale face. You see pale lips kind of stretched outward, and you see uh, jagged, pointed teeth as it looks over at you with solid black eyes. Um, it's met your gaze, but oh. that's all. Is there anything you'd like to do? You're a thing that needs to die. I would like to uh, spend a PowerPoint and shoot a bolt at it. Perfect. Spending power points, I'm less familiar with the magic in this system. Uh, I just spend it and the power happens. Is that how that works? 
you have to roll focus. I'm sorry, Carrion. Yeah, you you still have to like the power will happen, but you still have to. You, I mean, you have to roll to. I don't know how to phrase this other than like D and D terms. You have to roll to hit. Yeah, so you should have like a spell casting uh, skill, and that's what you're rolling to see if the spell is effective accuracy. Right? It's usually like focus arcane or something like that. Mine's uh, just straight up called spell casting. Yeah. You know. Oh really? Wow, that's cool. Mine's weird science. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. that. What defines whether the spell's gonna hit or not? Uh, that's a ten. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling a. That's D pretty good. <laughs> I'm very specialized. <laughs> All right, so. Um... Tell me how this looks like coming from Matthias. Sure. So uh, if anybody was watching, they would see a glowing card appear in Matthias's hand, and he essentially throws it, and it arcs through the air like a throwing card, essentially. Uh, and on contact, it just explodes. All right. So in this, for this point here, Jonah, I'm going to have you make a notice check. Uh-oh, are we frozen? Okay. Oh, no. Okay, we're good. Uh, I exploded on my wild die with a nine total. Okay, so as you're standing there in the alleyway looking out at this thing, you see it look over at something approaching from the other side, um, and then you swear for a brief second there's a there's a card, a glowing card that the moment it slams into this thing, it explodes out into the power, into the side of it. Um, it, it pushes outward a little bit and snarls and turns directly to face uh, Matthias. Cool. But you do notice that. Okay. Yeah, I think that, that Jonah's shaken up by that. He's definitely trying to peer around whatever piece this is to see you through them. Uh, and, and making the connection is shaken. All right. So, uh... For this second round of combat, I actually drew a Joker card from Matthias. Ooh. So, so, um, Maddie. I think everyone gets a Benny, right? Everyone gets a Benny for that. Yes. Nice. Thank you, Matthias. Uh, a Joker on action cards means you can go whenever you want. You can interrupt any action that you want. You choose when you go. So, with that, I ask, are you going? immediately, or do you want to kind of play it by ear and see what happens? I'm going to hold off. Okay. Um, and for Luther, it's a two. Um, for Willie, Ooh. yeah. And for Jonah? Rock. All right, so if everyone's good with that, no one wants to spend a Benny to redraw? I'm hoarding Benny's right now. Perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm nervous. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, in that case, uh, Willie, you are up first. Okay. Can I still see it? You can. Yes. It has now turned and is facing. You don't see Matthias, but it is facing towards that side of the street that he came around on. All right. I'm gonna try to shoot him this time, and not not next to him. All right. Ooh, I, I think I missed that time. 
Can I can I use a Benny to try again? Yeah. That's better. Got a four. Okay. Um. All right. So you, he, uh, what was it you said? Uh, we better not. We better stop pulling punches. And you just turn. Oh, yeah. And you just just change the angle slightly of this like vacuum style hose, and another uh, bolt kind of builds up inside of it, shoots out of it, um, shoots forward, and it slams into the side of this creature. Um, as it is facing Matthias and snarling, once your bolt slams into it, it turns around and it looks at you, and the rest of you get that that just pale face, piranha-like teeth just jagged everywhere. It turns and looks at you. Its eyes are wide, completely black, almost like black marbles. Um, and as it turns and looks at you, you see it kind of eyeing everyone and then glancing behind it on the empty street that continues outward. Um, all right, uh, with that, we are up to Jonah. Do I need to roll for damage or anything or no? Um, no. Not yet, all right, no. I don't know what the hell that was, but you better keep that up, man. I think it worked. It's gonna make a run for it. We, we gotta stop this damn thing. Uh, and I'm gonna pull from my hip holster my star revolver, and I'm gonna take some wild fucking shots at this thing. <laughs> Jonah is not a sharpshooter by any means, but he's gonna give it his best shot. All right. How many shots? Uh, well, I, I think just flavor-wise, he's wildly shooting, but okay. constitute one. He's just taking a shot, right? Sure, sure. Um, so the first is a two, and the second is a two, so. Take with that what you will, Gary. <laughs> I think he's shooting into the buildings on this side. He is not a great shot at all. His hands shaking at the trigger. Uh, he's definitely looking at Luther like this is you. Just like relax, relax, pal, relax. We'll say we'll say for flavor, uh, Matthias. You were beginning to take like a step forward, and then these gunshots are just coming wildly out of the alley, and you're like, okay, hold on, uh, maybe I won't go forward. Um, so, yeah, these shots just, just go wide, just go everywhere. They're actually slamming into some of the boxes that Willie had blown up previously, just slamming into all of this debris behind. All right, uh, it is now its turn, unless Matthias wants to interject. Oh no, let's see what it does. Okay, <laughs> um, so it turns, looks at all of you, and hisses like this just hiss comes out of its mouth and it's like the s of the hiss almost like sinks into your ears for a moment gives you chills down your spine and then it turns and it's gonna sprint in the opposite direction of matthias mm. it's trying to run um, that is its turn and... uh, i would like to go at this point okay uh how far away is it from me um, it is it is just beginning to sprint away. It's maybe, I mean, it's still in eyesight, even in the dark here. So it's barely right. house length away, probably at this point. I am gonna do functionally the same thing I did last turn. I'm going to run towards it and I'm going to uh, spend two power points uh, to throw a particularly hard bolt at it. Okay. That's an eight. Okay. Um, as it's sprinting away, um, it gets three really good strides. You just see the claws out on its 
on its fingers as it's sprinting. Uh, the bolt slams into its back and it actually stumbles. It falls down and it goes into kind of a roll, stands back up and is actually like leaning against the building to compose itself. Um, you have stopped it. It is no longer sprinting away. Uh, Luther. Uh, I'm gonna say I've had enough of this ugly son of a, and I'll cut out the rest because it's a PG. Um, and I will <laughs> <Is> shoot. <it? laughs> I don't know. Whatever you want it to be, I guess. Uh, so I'm gonna shoot twice with my two gun kid. So first shot is just normal. Uh, there's nine on my first shot, and then uh. Not so good on my second shot, only a two, which is after my penalty is a zero. So. Okay. Um, yeah, that first shot slams into it. Um, were you shooting anywhere specific? Uh, just in its main body mass. All right, just, just, just trying to. Yeah, just torso. Put it down, um, yeah. Yeah, as it's holding on to this wall, you just turn the corner, <laughs> two shots, and um, one of them slams into it, and it reacts with this this speed as that first shot slams into it it pushes off the wall almost like a like a cat when they get scared how it just shoots up um that's kind of how it reacts against the wall and pushes itself back into the street so the second shot would have hit it but it just slams into the wall and um lodges itself into the the wood of the structure there um i'll just say uh i don't think my bullets are uh, doing enough work here <laughs> If one of you magic types wants to do something. All right. Um, another round here. We have Matthias. You want to spend a Benny? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll spend a Benny. All we right. all got a Benny. All right, to keep the card straight here, here is Luther. Nice. Here is Willy. <laughs> Here is Jonah. And here is your redraw. All right, so I believe that puts Luther first. I'm just gonna, well, can I still shoot it? Yeah, if you'd like. Okay, I'm just gonna start with my two pistols. I'm just gonna unload again. Let me roll. Um, first one is a seven, and then the second one is a one. Just torso again? Yeah. All right, so you just adjust your arm, fire off two more shots. The first one does slam into it. You just see it, um, it slams into the stomach and you see it reacting to it, but it doesn't seem to be hurting it. Whatever this is, it doesn't seem hurt at all. Um, so, so this bullet slams into him. Um, he does turn around to face the group now as you're all kind of filing out of this alley all in the same spot. Um, 
and it's it's facing you and doesn't seem to be immediately trying to run. It's it's looking at you now and trying to weigh its options. Is that your turn? That's I'm just gonna wait and see. All right. Both barrels aiming at it. Uh. Um, Willie, you are up. So from what we can see, it's not hurt at all from any of the attacks, right? It doesn't <clears> appear <throat> to be. Well, I'm gonna, I'm getting angry now because I wasted two of my swoopers on you. And I don't really think that it's working. So why don't you just tell us what you're trying to do here, you ugly little cuss. <laughs> Um, I mean, this sounds like persuasion to me. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see, my persuasion is a six. <clears throat> yeah. Got a four. Okay. Um, so you're just talking to it, you kind of lower the the hose a little bit as you're just talking to it and it it's looking at you and its head kind of cocks a little bit as as you're saying this. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do for your turn? No, I'm gonna hold. Okay. Um, uh, Jonah, you're up. Yeah. Uh, you know, seeing what's going on and, and, and seeing that we're not really affecting this thing. Um, I'm definitely trying to get a little closer as it's speaking with Willie. So I'm just running parallel behind the alleys. I'm going to try and get out in front of it so I can get a better vantage point on where it's going. Okay. What it's headed towards. All right. Yeah, keep, keep talking to the damn thing. Let's get it distracted. So maybe we can, I don't know, trap it or something. We got to talk it to death. Well, that oh. clothesline back there is a doozy. We could probably get it going in that. So as you're trying to work your way around this thing, it, it does glance at you, but um, the more that uh, the rest of the group is sort of talking or causing any sort of commotion, it's, it's looking back at the group, but like it knows you're there, but it seems to be more cautious of the people who have, <laughs> who have hit it with things. Um, so as you're walking around it, 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 it's letting you, at least. Um, now it is its turn. And uh, it actually sprints now towards uh, Matthias, Willie, and Luther. Um, in this one swift, as it's looking, glancing, and then it looks forward and just two strides, just doof, doof, and just leaps towards you with its claws out. Um, it is going to make a claw attack towards Matthias. Uh, what is your parry? Uh, surely that's here somewhere. Uh, five. All right. Okay. Uh, so as this thing leaps towards you, it one of its claws actually, it, you go to dodge out of the way, and as it's slamming down, the claw hits your arm, but it's just one of the claws rather than all four, and it just kind of slices down, just, just leaves you with just a little scratch. Um, but now it is it is standing right there, right next to the three of you. 
And as it is as it is standing here, it is towering over you. It has this kind of natural hunch to it, but as it stands up to sort of look more intimidating, um, you see it, it, it stands a good three, four feet over, over you, as, and it's just looking down at you and just snarling. You see drool kind of dripping down from the corners of its mouth. Uh, that is its turn. Uh, now Matthias, you are up. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, I am going to take a step back from it, and I'm going to cast armor on myself. That makes your toughness an eight? Uh, eight altogether. Cool. Cool, cool. I'm going to Awesome. Um, all right. Now we're on to our next round. We have Matthias. We have Luther. We have Willie. Willie and these tens. No. <laughs> we have Jonah. All right, that's the second time this game. All right, so nobody wants to redraw. Perfect. So as this uh, creature looms over you, um, it looks down and. Um, you see its eyes kind of just darting wildly. It's weird, like they're all black, but you can almost see where the light is reflecting where pupils would be. And as they're just glancing around wildly, having missed its attack against you, it turns and it leaps and you see it scale up to the rooftop of the building you're standing beside. And it takes three strides, sprint, sprint, and leaps off. And you hear a shattering of glass. In the alleyway that you came from, um, and really, you are up first. Well, hail. Does this thing look like animal, or does it look like a large humanoid being, or can we not tell? It it appears very humanoid. It's just tall and clawed, and it's not like anything you've ever seen. All right. Well. I'm gonna run back down to the corner and see if I can kind of see where it went, where the where the glass might be broken. Okay, you run over um, basically to the corner of that building, kind of lean up against the building for some cover, peek over, go ahead and make a notice roll for me. I got a two and a three. You want to spend a Benny and reroll? Uh, yeah, I will. Alright, I got a five and a six that time. Okay. Um, yeah, so peeking around, squinting your eyes to adjust in the darkness. The alleyways are a lot darker than the streets because of the lamps. Um, you squint and you look and you see 
um, movement, and for a moment you jump, but you realize it's just the curtain from uh, the window on this side of the alley. Uh, the glass seems to have been broken in uh, into this pitch black building. All right, so I yell that out to everybody. It went in there. Okay. Um, we are up to Jonah now. <laughs> I'm going through the damn window. I apologize for my internet, whatever the hell is going on here. That's uh, okay. I, I, I'm going to follow through that window, absolutely. All right, um, go ahead and make a athletics oh boy. roll for me. We'll just see how smoothly this goes. Yeah. Uh, I exploded on my wild die, thank God. Uh, I have a seven total. All right, so uh, Willie, you watch as uh, this man just sprints past you, jumps up, and is like almost in like the fetal position before his arm even grabs onto uh, the windowsill to push himself in. He just smoothly just just jumps into this window. Um, Jonah, your feet, uh, your boots slam against the uh, wood floor. It is pitch black in this home. Um, yes. Can I see the figure in the darkness at all? Any sort of movement? Make a notice roll for me, but subtract two. Oh boy, okay. Okay, luckily exploded on the die four, so let's see if this does it. Oh, exploded again. Ooh. So that's what, eight? Nine minus two is seven. I can do math. Seven. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, hold on nice. a second. Let me, let me clarify something. I would also love to know if any of these fools can see me while I'm in there. Okay, so as you come through, you, you're, you're squinting your eyes, you're trying, you, you knew it was dark, you were trying to kind of adjust your eyes to darkness before you were jumping in, you basically jumped in blind, and as you're opening your eyes and, and just squinting, trying to see any shadows moving in, in the room with you, um, you do see a little bit of movement, and as you glance over, um, finally adjusting the just tiny bit of light coming through this broken window as the curtains are moving. You can see uh, one um, figure standing uh, being held by this creature, this being that jumped in here. One claw holding onto a shoulder, one claw holding onto the side of this elderly looking woman. Um, and it's just looming over her, holding her, sort of in between you and it. Um, can the others see where I am right now? Um, currently, no. I mean, Willie saw you jump in, but okay. other than that, no. Okay. Um, it's a dire situation. I'm really worried about this woman, obviously. Uh, I am going to try... Uh, and uh, make a deal with the devil. I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. Um, I am going to cast uh, Banish on this thing. It's a veteran power. Uh, it's going to cost me three power points and a Benny to do the deal with the devil. But hopefully, you know, hopefully it costs me nothing at the end of this deal. So let's go. Here, Luther. Yelling, don't do anything foolish in there. I never do. <laughs> yeah, as you're sprinting around to the alleyway, you're, don't do anything stupid. 
So, uh, the first is I have to ante up, so I'm giving you a Benny for this. Yes. Next, I'm choosing my power. I'm picking, uh, uh, you know, banish. Um, so I've got to make a gambling roll, which I did. I got a 10 on my gambling roll. Okay. Um, so you get to draw seven cards, All right? Damn. Yeah, I think so. Um, you draw five cards plus one extra card for success or two with a raise. Okay. Okay, so did, that's a success with a raise, right? Or not with a raise, but with a success. Yeah, maybe it's just six cards. Okay. So, oh, but you know what? I have um, I have card sharp, so I do get the extra card. Okay, yeah, that'll work. Oh, I pulled a joker. That definitely means... Okay. Yeah, you so. get your you get your Benny back. I sure do. Nice. Um I just have two pairs. That's the largest I got was a pair of tens and the Joker. Okay, so that Two pair, two sets of cards. Two pair. Five, five power points, so that's a success, is it not? Awesome, yes it is, I only needed the three. Yes. Perfect. So, uh, I believe Banish works the same way in Savage Worlds, although if this thing is harrowed, it's only banished for an hour. So okay. it, it only knocks itself, the, the soul free, the Manitow free for just an hour. Um, so I'm not sure what that does for you, Carrie, but uh, if, if it's not a Harrowed, then um, it follows the same rules as the original book, which I can bring up in just a second, unless you can find it first. I know it sends it far away from this old woman, and that's all I need. <laughs> all right, so um, number f the next step on the deal with the devil is making your spell casting roll. Okay. I believe, um, I believe it's opposed rolls. Okay. Yeah. And do I get my wild die for this one? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's versus the thing spirit. I have a 14 total for my spell cast. Exploded wow. and die 12. Maybe. Wow. You don't get to exist, Carrie. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Leave my old woman alone. Okay. All right, so you, uh, the, th the three still outside. You're sprinting up. You're catching up to Willie. As you guys are nearing this window, this flash of light just comes out of the window, almost like lightning, just just arcing out of this window. Uh, Luther, you probably you probably know what what happened in there. Um, Comedically, I'd say, "Oh God, Jonah's dead." <laughs> <laughs> I like um, to think it's just as he says, "Don't do anything stupid in there." Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, Matthias, I'm gonna have you make a notice check for me. A notice check? Yep. Well... Do, do, do my notice. Do, do, do. Oh, a d8. That's not bad. Uh, 
that's a four. Okay. Um, as you're sprinting up, right before that flash of light, you have this familiar feeling of almost a comfort to you now at this point of the hair standing up on your arms and on the back of your neck. And as you're approaching this window, things almost, things almost slow down for a moment for you. And as you're sprinting towards this window, right as this flash of light is beginning to come through, you swear you see a tall, thin silhouette of a man. And the flash of light comes through and once that flash is gone, it's dark in there once again. Uh, and this creature, as the flash disappears, the creature is gone. And you just see the old woman just standing there shaking. Uh, we are now um, out of combat and you're able to act as you wish. Great Avogadro's number, what was that? Uh, I r run up to the window where he just did that spell. Uh, it's it's gone. I, I can't explain exactly what happened, but he was here one second. He cast some sort of spell as he had this woman in its clutches and then disappeared. <laughs> the the woman Jonah is just standing there just shaking. He just disappeared? I, I, I can't explain it. It's the devil's work. Whatever it was, it was clearly sent here by Satan. And and whatever it is, I seem to have scared it off. I, I, I can't explain it. We saved this young woman. Willie, are you in front of the window? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matthias is coming up behind you, uh, and he is going to uh, move you to the side and vault into the room. Uh, excuse me. And then, oh it's still dark in the room? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is still dark. Cool, I am still gonna cast light. Sure. Uh, which for me is, you see like a playing card fly out of my hands and shoot uh, into the middle of the room and suddenly the room is well lit. Uh, spell casting roll for that. I'm definitely giving Matthias a look there. A look that is sort of sizing him up, but also a little, um, He's upset a little. Hmm. Uh, that's an eight. Okay. Yeah. So... Easy enough. The card flips into the. It almost like, it almost like stabs into the ceiling and then just doof, illuminates the whole room. You see the the lady kind of flinch, but is still so out of it that she doesn't seem to really know what's going on right now. Yeah. Matthias is not paying attention to any of the actual people in this room. <laughs> Matthias is looking everywhere and just like searching things and uh, after maybe like 30 seconds of just basically tossing the room, jumps back out the window and starts searching the alley. Okay. You guys observe this happening. I'm gonna go in gently, like careful, not So Willie jumping. falls into the, the <laughs> climbs over and falls into the Carefully. Uh, I'll, I'll move oof. over. I'll offer Willie a hand to to help her through the window. Okay, I'll grab it. Thank you. Uh, I understand this is very unfortunate circumstances that we might meet, but uh, my name is Jonah Ward. This is my partner, Luther Richter. 
I look through I'm, the window and wave. I'm Willa T. Colstock, daughter of, of Willa T. Colstock. Well, clearly she did a good job in raising you as you found such a wonderful, exciting, not horrific at all profession. Well, it's a he, actually. My daddy's name is Willie, and my name's Willie, too. I see. It's wonderful to meet you, Will. Uh, I apologize. Here's all mine, I'm sure. Now, what's this you're saying about he just disappeared? He cast a spell, made himself disappear? Well, clearly that's within the realm of possibilities. You saw your friend just now play some sort of cheap parlor trick with his cards. It it exists. I suppose so. Uh, And and then I want to look to the the lady and say, are you all right? Uh, She's still just trembling and you actually see her turn and like walk over and sit down and she's just like her her fists are clamped together and she sits down and she's you just hear her muttering prayers she's just praying i've got some uh like it's like a lavender balm that i mixed up i'm gonna just kind of go over to her and um just put a little bit on her hands and her wrists and just tell her it's gonna be all right Okay. I put a, like, there's, well, I'll crawl in the window too, and I'll apologize to the the woman for her window and everything and the, the mess we're making. And then I take a silver dollar and I put it on her counter. I was like, hopefully this will take care of the window for you, ma'am. She she doesn't really seem to be paying attention right now, but um, you yeah, you set that down. Your boots kind of crunching against the glass that, that has spilled into the home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then you hear um, uh, Matthias, you in particular, hear these just these footsteps crunching up and uh, the deputy rounds the corner, um, sees you, you're the only one still outside, rounds the corner, he has his gun drawn and uh, as he rounds the corner, he kind of points the gun, immediately takes it off of you and what the hell is going on? Well, <laughs> my God. Uh, it would seem the situation is handled. Uh, there don't seem to be any other uh, trespassers or the like about. Um, maybe something in the area still, so maybe keep your guard up. But uh, uh, there's a, a fine young lady in that there room that I imagine could use the presence of a law officer. He looks at the window that you pointed at and then turns and goes towards the front door. Yeah, maybe uh, use the door. <laughs> you hear the, uh, you hear the, uh, you inside hear the doorknob kind of jiggle a little bit and then and uh, the knocking makes the lady kind of jump a little bit. Uh, oh, I was just going up to the window and telling them that it was the deputy that was at the door. Okay. Don't um, worry. Uh, yeah, so, uh, the deputy's let into the home. Um, he walks in and he's kind of looking around. He kind of glances up at the light just flowing from the ceiling and kind of looks at that for a second. And then- I quick, oh, I, w- I would say I quick say that there was some horrible creature in here was about to kill a woman, started casting some weird devil's tricks on us and then disappeared. I left this light. Uh, inconspicuously in its tread. 
<laughs> the guy is at the window is like pointing up towards the car and me like, devil's trick. He's <laughs> like, I think I put enough bullets into it that it disappeared. Uh, probably was scared and it ran away. That is the legend of Luther Victor. Rick, Richter, Richter. <laughs> um, he's, he seems to be, he doesn't really have any emotions on his face right now, as he just seems to be taking in the scene and your stories, and uh, Lily being the only one who hasn't spoken up about this light, uh, he looks to you and he says, that true? Oh no, sir, that's not true at all. <laughs> what? You know me, I'm a straight shooter. I think my my compatriots are a little bit nervous, but we saw this giant of a thing, and it was evil as heck. What? And it, we tried to shoot it, and we tried to get it to stop, but it would not. And it jumped into this room, and I didn't see what happened after that, but I saw a big flash of light. Uh, and, and then the lap card, Willie? it flew in that window. Oh. I don't know who did it, but it, it flew in the window. And the deputy looks over at, at Luther and at Jonah. Kind of nods a little bit. So what I'm hearing is that it's not handled. We uh, may have scared this thing away, but now we're, we're working with devil creatures? It had black eyes, big as saucers. Jeez. And it was strong. This just gets worse and worse by the second. Um, I will take care of this woman. And he looks over at the, the woman that's still just sitting there shaking. I'll take care of this woman. The four of you go to wherever it is you're staying. And none of you. And he looks at Jonah, Luther, and Matthias. None of you leave town. Wasn't even thinking of it. Never crossed my mind. Would not, would not even imagine. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> oh. Your beautiful town. Oh, it's impossible to leave. Sure, I'll stay in town. I'll be meeting up with you in the morning. Yeah. And he opens the woman's door and holds his hand for you to file out of the house. Jonah is just dejected. He leaves first. He's shaking his head. <laughs> I give him a little pat on the back, though. Like, good job for what it's worth. Yeah. So she was in danger. I, th I thought we'd get out. It. The other one. She's got a big mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. I, I, what are you talking about? I got a regular mouth. You got a lion mouth. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I was boy. so close, Willie. That I like you. What? I liked you so much a couple minutes ago. Oh, oh, I'll walk off into the street. You know what, Mr. Ward? I don't know why you felt you had to lie to that man. 
because I could have got out of this godforsaken town. I mean, town that I love so much. Well, you seem angry and I think you need to do some meditating. Meditating. I'll take that under advisement, Willie. I thank you so much for your advice in this time and your truthfulness that has lent me so much joy in my life. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, look, we're, we're all here for the same reason, killing creatures, I guess. Uh, why don't we go to the local saloon and uh, first drink zombie? Well, I like the sound of that. I need to drown whatever this was out. That was scary. Yeah, come on. And I want to hear more about why this man wants to leave so bad. I've been here all my life. Some of us enjoy the open road more than others. I, I get an itch if I have to stay anywhere in one place for too long. That's all. I, I, I didn't catch your name, sir. Uh, a card trick. Oh, uh, my apologies. My name's Matthias. Uh, Matthias McCain. Matthias McCain is uh, a good ring to it. As it happens. You as well. And you are? I'm Jonah Ward. This is my compatriot, Luther Richter. Greatest gun in the West. I believe it. Uh, except for all that shooting you did at first, all them bullets flying everywhere. Oh, well, I'm not the gunman. But... <laughs> Matthias, as you can tell, I'm the face of the operation. I just say nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe you leave yours in the holster. Well, Well, I don't know if you two are up to no good. Everybody was suspicious of you when you came in town. And I'm not sure that I feel any less suspicious after this. Oh, everyone's a little suspicious of well-dressed men. Comes with the status. Well, that line. So our regular job is uh, searching for wanted criminals. And then, like, I could pull out one of the wanted posters, you know, just like kind of maybe tucked into my shirt. See? Before this town started suspecting us of things we had nothing to do with, this was our lucrative business, and we were damn good at it. Well, have you ever seen anything like that before? I look at Luther like I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. (laughs) Uh, And honestly, out of character, it's like, I don't know how much we've seen of monsters like i would say that probably not a lot at least for my character yeah i'm right there with you i was thinking this is one of the first experiences ever yeah i'd say i've seen a lot of weird people but uh nothing that strange whatever that was it well, isn't anything it made itself disappear of. couldn't it come back anytime yeah i suppose so when there's no telling that this was the only one either. Yeah. I think, and I understand our hesitation to do so, is the kind deputy is watching our backs and asking for us to meet him in the morning, but I was thinking maybe we might go back to that crime scene. I know that sounds like I'm itching to work. That's what I want to do. Yes. Uh, if we can find some sort of clue as to what was happening there, what this thing wants out of this two shit down what we can do about it uh, if we can solve it quicker all the better 
Well, now you're making sense. All right, so are we heading to the saloon or are we heading to the crime scene? I would reluctantly go to the crime scene because I know that's my job. (laughs) But (laughs) I will will have a dejected look on my face. (laughs) We'll have plenty of time to drink on the road, Luther. Buy you a nice bottle of bourbon before we leave. Plus, you don't really want to be three sheets to the wind if that thing comes back. Or maybe I do. (laughs) (laughs) I take your point. I I tell you what, he shoots better with a couple shots in him. You you should see. You get him just a little tipsy and he's the best shot in the West. I understand that. All right, so we'll say you were walking as you were talking and you're you're basically in front of the saloon when the crime scene is brought up and you visit, you see Luther's shoulders like sink <laughs> a little bit um, as you all turn and head down the street towards the um, homestead of the uh, crime scene. Um, you oh. walk in and it's empty right now. Um, the deputy is off with um, that traumatized woman and you stand seeing the same scene that you had stepped into just before the chase. You see the body laying in blood on the bed. Um, what would you like to do? Oh, it is a grisly sight. Oh, I feel sick to my stomach just looking at it. I would like to investigate the wound on the body. All right, so as Jonah uh, is covering his mouth. Willie just walks in and kind of turns the oh. shoulder just barely. You hear like, uh, not the, you hear just like the sticky sound of blood that's been stuck, just being like pulled apart just a little bit, just this like squish um, as you just mm-hmm. move the shoulder to look at the wound. Um, go ahead and make a medicine roll for me. Oh, or is it, or is it healing? Is it healing it's in this? Healing? Yeah, we'll, we'll do healing. Healing will be fine. Oh, the smell alone. You're just really getting in, in, in there, aren't you, Willie? Damn. Golly, sir. Put your spurs oh. on. Put your whole fist in, why don't you? <laughs> All right, I got a five. Okay. Um, yeah, looking at this, the, the blood is, is... It's almost dry at this point from, from this puncture wound. As you're looking at it, you see two puncture wounds. You see, you see smaller ones in between. This wound on this person's neck was a bite. Maybe well, this is uh, one of them Draculas that everyone's talking about. It does certainly look like a bite. Okay. Uh, from the look of that um, creature, since it was so close to me, did I get a good look at its teeth? Uh, you you did. Um, before I address that, uh, are any of you skilled in a cult? I don't think so. Oh. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so yes, you you did get a really good look at its teeth, um, and kind of looking at the wound and thinking it would it would be a pretty pretty good match if not perfect could i uh look to see if there's any kind of tracks to indicate like where it came from 
Okay. Um, there's investigation in this, correct? Uh, I think that's rolled into knowledge. Otherwise, I was thinking survival because I think that's tracking. Yeah, that'll that'll be perfect. Go for that. Tracking? Uh, not I think in this edition. Mm, Okay. Um, I think they rolled it into survival. Uh, that's just a three. Looking around, you see, um, you see quite a few footprints in here, uh, mostly from um, the sheriff, the deputy that was in here before. You see even your own as you sprinted after this thing um, out the window the the quickest way. Um, The window's not busted in like the other house. It looks like it was open. Um, that's, That's about all you can tell from this. Carrie, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Back when it revealed its claws, was it like changing into claws or were they already claws and they extended out from the sleeve and we got a good look at it? Um, it was hard to tell. It was, okay. it was very dark. Its figure before was moving too quickly. It, it would be hard to ascertain one or the other. Gotcha. You don't honestly believe that there might be a vampire in this town, do you? Well, it was definitely a bite, and the teeth matched this bite mark, and that thing was otherworldly for sure. So if that's not a vampire, I don't know what is. I mean, hell, Jonah, did you see how many times we shot that thing? I, I saw, I saw, I was aware. Absolutely, I saw what happened. I just, a vampire. Like a vampire. I can't believe it. <laughs> a vampire, are you sure? Are you gonna be all right? I got some smelling salts in my bag. No, 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 I'm perfectly fine. I'm just trying to muster myself up to the idea that I might go down against a vampire. Well, it'd be a way to go. That's true, Luther. It would be Better than by the hands of a jealous lover. That's very true, and there are many, so I hope <laughs> the vampires get me first. Okay. What, what, what would they want with this town besides feeding? There's not much in a motive behind something like what we saw. Is there anything in the room that would uh, help to identify who this person is? Um... Make a notice roll. Okay. Make that handy. Uh, I'm not gonna try to find it. <laughs> I'm just gonna do that again. All right, I got a five. Okay. Um, looking around, uh, you you mostly see. I mean, they seem to live a pretty simple life. Um, just very minimal items. You see like just stacks of clothing, not even like put away. Um, you are probably the only one that would have really known who this was. Um, not a real active member of the community or anything, kind of kept to himself, uh, but this was Jeremiah Pence. 
Um, he he was about, I mean, he was maybe nearing his fifties. Uh, just a normal guy. Average in like every. He didn't go above or beyond any for anything, but he wasn't a bad man. Would I know if he had any relations in town? Uh, he he had a wife um, a few years ago, but um, she would have fallen ill, and um, that was that was probably what uh, kind of made you even know who this was in the first place was was the funeral and and getting everything arranged and that's kind of probably when you formally met him um but other than that no he had no children no other family in town hmm well i know this man his name's jeremiah pants and he doesn't have any family so it would make sense to attack someone who doesn't have anybody around that's gonna miss them or miss them very quickly. But that is curious because that means this thing is is calculating. And why would it care if it's so big and fierce and can disappear like that? Right. Well, I guess it has to keep its feeding grounds, right? I, I mean, if it wants to stay alive, if it's gonna survive, it's gotta have something to eat. If the town's aware, they end up sending Luther Richter after him. Maybe he's trying that's to true. play smart. Hmm. Do we have- Well, that's troubling. Is there any evidence that there's another one? Or what What can we do to like convince authorities? I guess maybe find its, its lair. True. It, it ran off in the direction outside of town, right? Or at least it was trying to make way out of this place. It must have somewhere nearby that it's, uh, it's hiding out in. I thought you said it disappeared. Well, before it ran into that woman's house, right? It, it was making way through the alleyway. Oh, right. It was running deliberately until our beautiful right. Mr. Uh, M.M. here got in the way and, and, and gave it chase the other way. And that's the other thing I've been thinking about, actually, is that we were, um, we were hammering that thing pretty hard with bullets mm-hmm. and a lot, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it jumped into somebody's room and tried to maybe feed on them, which makes I, me... I have to say, the, the few moments before that thing disappeared, it was almost bargaining with me. It took it hostage. It was, it was like someone who stole a train and needed a way out, right? was holding it like any step closer to that thing and it would do what it was going to do right so my thought is maybe we did affect it in some way it had to be afraid of us to think it had to make a bargaining chip in that moment right yeah and it was i mean it was it was a hair close to me and then it ducked and uh, and ran into another building so uh i mean that speaks to a non-animalistic intelligence to my mind I think you're right about that. But we're not going to be able to beat it if we don't know what can hurt it. Amen. I mean, clearly daylight, you know, uh, not not the thing here, right? Uh, or, or light in general, right? I don't know. Oh, that's true. Maybe it has to be daylight. 
Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm gonna have all of you make a smarts roll. Oh boy. Ooh. I don't even know what my smarts are. I got a four. I have a nine. Five. That's a fifteen. Wow. <laughs> oh boy. You just graduated college. Yeah. All right. So as you're kind of tossing this this word vampire back and forth, um, you've all heard of, I mean, you've heard the lore of vampires. You've obviously never seen one. You've never heard of anyone who's seen one. But what you have heard is that they could pass as human. They could, they could look like any one of you. You've heard sunlight hurts them. You know holy symbols hurt them. Um, you know they have a mist form. Mm. Um, you know that vampires have have to be invited in in order to enter an establishment. You know, you know the legend of piercing its heart with a stake or with silver. There, there are many different branches to the lore of a vampire. What? Some of it, some of it sounds like hogwash. Some of it sounds like it's probably not true. Um, but that was also before you saw that thing in the street, so. Yeah, I'm afraid we may not be able to rely on the simple superstitions, right? I, I don't see us dropping a grain of rice in front of this thing and watching it count. You saw the way it broke through that damn window. I'm sure it didn't ask for permission before it did it, right? That's right. right. Um. I say we go, well, I'll go to the tavern. I know, don't laugh, <laughs> but maybe we can ask around for maybe some rumors, like some strange things people may have heard that otherwise disregarded. Right, right. Like asking along these lines, do they have any suspicions about anybody? Or, or, or maybe places that have recently gone abandoned or, right. or are not safe to check out. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, Luther. And it just coincides with us all becoming belligerently drunk. <laughs> it just <laughs> happens to be that way. I can't help it. If it does, it does. You know what, though? This is going to make a hell of a story. We are going to sell so many penny books where Luther Richter fights Dracula. Oh, I can see it just now. Traveling city to city, selling books by the pound. Like, hmm. I start... Um, trying out different lyrics like vampire what does that rhyme with funeral <laughs> pyre damn tire fire cryer all right, all right so, so you're yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> you're but, kind but, of but, running all these rhymes through your head as uh as you all head out together towards the saloon again um as you walk in you're still kind of running through different rhymes, all of you kind of just spitting some out at, at different times. And um, 
as you walk in, you see maybe about, you see four other people. Uh, it's, it's late. Um, you see four other people sitting. One of them is asleep with their drink in their hand, just face down on the table. The other three are awake and um, uh, two of them are sitting at the same table. One of them's alone with just shot glasses stacked and empty. Um, you walk in and you see uh, the, the barkeep sitting with a shotgun in his hand and he's just oh. kind of, he's just kind of sleeping against the wall. <laughs> Is this like a, a Saturday or a weekday? Like, what are we? <laughs> it's it's what, probably a weekday. Oh, this place is dead. I mean, um, pretty late. You know, I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna go grab my guitar from my horse. Okay. And come in and uh, sing a little ditty to try to wake everyone up and uh, get their spirits rising. Alright, go ahead and make that performance roll. What were you going to say? I would like to take the drink of the man who is asleep. (laughs) (laughs) As you're walking in, easy enough, you just grab the drink. He's holding on to it, and his arm comes up, and you just pull it out, and his arm just dunk, thuds against the table. (laughs) Uh, Before I make my performance roll, I will say say a couple of the lines of the song I'm singing, alright? I'm a cowboy. On a real horse I ride. I'm wanted, (laughs) dead or alive. (laughs) Uh, It's an old, it's an old song I heard from back out east. Um, And I will make my performance check. I will spend a Benny on this if I fail because I don't want to screw this one up. All right. You all are in for a hell of a treat. He is quite a singer. Eight. So a success was a raise. Nice. All right, so yeah, he, he he says, I'll be right back, and he rushes off. Uh, the three of you go in, you grab the drink. Um, you guys maybe find a little table, at least temporarily, and as you're sitting there together, he runs back in, goes over, sits on the stool. Uh, you see him kind of plucking at some of the strings, making sure everything's tuned, and then <clears throat> clears his throat, and immediately starts playing, and you're impressed. I mean, he's good with a gun and good with a guitar and you kind of look up at him and um, you're just enamored for a moment uh, uh, the song that's do the townspeople wake up then not at first but um, as you're kind of getting into it you you see quite a few of them their chairs actually like scrape against the wood as they're turning to more face where you're sitting and, and actually listen you see some of them with their eyes you know just squinted super drunk just sitting there looking at you um uh the other one that was asleep he's not waking up he's still asleep i'm I'm um, gonna take uh luther's hat off his head as long as he gives me permission there and i'm gonna set it out in front of the the stool and see if we can pick up some tips okay yeah (laughs) yeah you you kind of flash it spin it around set it on the stool i'll I'll even walk around to some of the like the only three people in here and kind of toss out the hats you're here in the musical stylings of one luther richter the greatest gunslinger in the west the man who caught liberty uh, you see one person, um, as you go by the first one, they just kind of pretend not to see you, and as you go by the second one, they kind of 
give you a little hat tip, but nothing else. And then the third one that you're walking by, you kind of pause there for a moment as you finish talking. And they're just sitting there for a second, and then they kind of look around and they grab just a silver dollar and just. Oh, I hate this damn town. <laughs> well, a dollar would be a lot, so. <laughs> At least we got that. Yeah. playing your song everybody's everybody's watching they their their spirits definitely lift as uh they see you getting more and more into this song and everybody's enjoying it except for the guy that's asleep he's probably enjoying it but <laughs> so once everyone's like when i finish and everyone's warmed up like i guess then we could start asking the questions Sure. Is there anybody of the listeners who's, so you said everyone's enjoying it. Nobody was like looking kind of nervous or any kind of thing suspicious. Nope. Everybody seemed to truly enjoy the show. Is there anyone notable of these few patrons, like anyone, uh, Willie or any of us might recognize around town? Uh, everyone in here are just regulars to the saloon. Right. Uh, I guess I'll I'll walk up to the bartender. Okay. Um, and sort of wake him up from his falling asleep against the shotgun there. Are right, you kind of just like grab a glass and slam it against the the counter and he kind of jumps and <clears throat> Excuse me, gentlemen. Uh my name is Jonah Ward. These are my compatriots. Uh, we've come by your fine establishment to ask you just a few questions as we're uh, become makeshift investigators in this town of yours, trying to keep the peace, uh, as it were. Uh, and that peace has become incredibly important as of this morning. So, if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a few things. You all right with that? He kind of takes a breath, cracks his neck. He leans forward. The only reason I'm not pulling this shotgun on you right now is because the dumbass sheriff says you might be helping him out with something. Well, brains and beauty, aren't you something? One of us has to be. <laughs> well, I have a question for you, sir, and don't let your bad disposition get in the way of it. We are asking around if anyone has in, uh, interacted with anything uh, unexplainable in these past days, anything of great tragedy, of great sadness, of great strife that we may speak to. Do you know of anything like that? Well, let's see. And he kind of pats his shotgun into his other hand and is just kind of looking at it. Well, there are the murders that started when you rolled into town. I'd say that's pretty weird. I understand the circumstances and plus me, uh, uh, trust me, we've been made aware of those circumstances. What I'm asking you, is there anything out of the ordinary besides those situations? Anything that we might be of help with? He sets his shotgun on the counter now and grabs a glass 
sets it on the counter. Pulls a bottle. Doom. Pours a little bit of it um, up to the up to the rim. The rim. Closes the bottle. Pushes the drink towards you. You can drink that. And you can get the hell out of our town. That's what you can do to help. Sir. So at this point, I know the bartender, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> did you say his name already? Um, I did not. He's just... He's just a dick. Like, <laughs> you, you just know he's just... He's a sour guy. And, um... He doesn't like... He doesn't not like the people of this town or like the regular patrons, but he's just, he's not a kind man. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll say his name. He has made this much clear. Like he's, <laughs> his actions have shown us. Uh, so we'll, since he probably knows me, but might not be, you know, it might not like me as a friendly person like the, all the people of the town would. I'm still just going to say, look, I know that the people in this town do not trust these two gentlemen, but I can say for a fact that they had nothing to do with the recent uh, misfortunes, and they are attempting to help, and I think that will be very necessary. So I would just say, if you could just cut them some slack just for a little bit, that would be great. Thank you, Will. I appreciate your speaking on our behalf. You're welcome. <laughs> I just saw your message, Kate. <laughs> Sage he, advice. He reaches over. He grabs onto the <laughs> shot, the shot glass. He, he takes the shot, slams it down. Well, I think you all can get out now. Well, well <laughs> Luther, it seems we've got a drink on the house, and I'll pass him the drink. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much for your kindness. Yeah, I must say this is the kindest town we ever been in. Good old two shit. I'll make for the door. <laughs> As you're walking out, he goes city pricks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't go as planned. Walking out, I uh, I turn to the bartender and I'm like, I ain't with them. <laughs> and I still leave. I well, I'll tell you, the only other person I want to talk to is uh, the doc. He might know a little bit about these bodies or the wounds. Uh, he's the smartest guy I know, but he's probably sleeping right now. Is this your local barber? No, he's a local doctor. Okay. Doc trainer. I, I see no reason not to. Not to wake him? Oh, not not to go see him. Let's let's uh, give him a wake. All right. All right. Um. So you would know he he actually lives in a little like one uh one room home beside the hospital. Um. Beside little, I, I say hospital. It's basically like um a med bay you would see in some sort of like school or something like that. It's very small, very minimal, but um. As you head that direction, uh, you you come up to the home, 
um, just very small one room house, uh, door is shut, um, lights are off, but you do see lights um, on, you see lanterns lit inside of the hospital. Okay. Well, it looks like he could be up working. So we could try the hospital first. Actually, since we're right by the door, I'll just knock to see if he answers his door. Uh, you just give it a couple knocks. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. No answer. You know this doc fellow well? Oh, yes. Say, so let's. Very uh, well, and he can be trusted. Let's have Willie take the lead here because apparently we're not very popular. What are you saying, Luther? Didn't you see the, the fruitful uh, conversation I just had there with the bartender? People love me in this town. Willie should talk. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> All right. Um, as you head towards the hospital, it's, it's large double doors. Um, you you open one up, it, it's I mean, you would know it's not kept locked or anything like that. You open up the door, you see there are the the four beds on the left, four beds on the right, um, and then the back area is where all the medicine is kept, and that area is locked up. Um, and as you walk in, you see the doctor standing over um, the woman that you had saved in the home previously. Uh, she is laying down. Uh, you see him applying some sort of a bandage to her shoulder. You hey, Doc. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks over and uh, sees your company and kind of kind of nods. Um, what can I what can I do for you, Willie? I do just kind of quick introductions of the people with me and then I say well we just were at the same place this this woman was and uh it was crazy I've never seen anything like it before I was gonna help out and take a look at that body of the latest man that was killed but before I could even look there was this dark shape darting out and we chased him and he was big and he was mean and nothing that we were throwing at him was going to make any damage on him. So we followed him into this lady's room, and then he just disappeared. But we're trying to figure out how to defeat him if he comes back, uh, or what else his motives might have been. Curious to talk to this lady, and if you had any thoughts on it. He, he looks to the woman, he's like, yeah, I'd be curious to talk to this lady too. She hasn't said a word since she got in here. Oh my. Deputy brought her in about an hour ago. Can't get anything out of her. And you're just looking at her and she's still just sitting there just trembling, just eyes wide. And then he says she's she's got some sort of a, a, a bite or something on, on the back of her neck here. Oh no. Is it two puncture wounds? He was like in the process of managing it and just kind of pulls it back and he says, come, come take a look. Uh, and he has it pulled away, and it looks um, very, very close to the bite in the victim, just not as deep. 
Um, it looks like it, it wasn't intended to kill. It or wasn't? It was mm. not intended to kill. Are there like, uh, does it look like it's getting worse around the wound compared to the rest of her body? Um, it looks very, very bruised, almost like abnormally so for how recently it happened. Um, you just see it kind of just blue around it. Uh, but other than that, nothing really looks too different. I, I'm well, going to look to the dock and, uh, you know, do you mind? If I no, go ahead. With it? Okay, thank you. I'm going to try and make eye contact with her. Excuse me, ma'am, do you remember me from before? Um, as you're talking to her, her eyes sometimes find yours, but they only stay for like, not even a full second, and they just kind of drift off. She is, she is somewhere else. Uh, I asked the doctor, like, are you worried that maybe this poor woman has some sort of rabies or sickness like cholera? Maybe we should... Just be careful around her. Uh, if this is the same thing that's been killing those people, we haven't dealt with someone that's lived. So I don't have anything to go off of here, but if you if you think caution is advised, what are you suggesting? Tying her up? Well, we know We've heard a lot of things about vampires, but so far... Vampires? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's what I was getting at, Doc. The body that I saw in the room had its blood all drained out. And the, the thing we saw looked kind of like a man, but it had black eyes, all black, and big sharp teeth and long claws. Willie. It Willie. was not a man. Willie. What? I know what you're going to say. It was dark, and I have got a wild imagination, but I swear to you that's what I saw, Doc. I say, we all saw it, too. Yeah, she's telling the truth. And what if the thing about getting bit and not dying and then turning into a vampire is true? What? It's, I know this is grisly, but what happened to the other bodies, the seven? We were instructed to burn them. Hmm. Oh. Oh. We gotta make sure that that other body. We need to keep an eye on that. Maybe, maybe we ought to call for the deputy. Call, call for somebody to go back to that first crime scene, huh? That's a good point. And I think we might want to put this lady in the jail as much as I hate to do it to her. I could try to, I mean, Doc, I've been practicing this, this healing thing. I could try it on her. I don't know if a crazy hellish wound like that would be healed by regular means, but I could try. Jonah, may I have a word with the lady alone? Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. No swap places with Jonah to where I'm directly in front of the woman. Okay. Uh, and I would like to spend some power points and cast mind reading. Okay. Mm. Uh, 
So that's a nine. Okay. Uh, and if I'm reading mind reading correctly, I get one question to which I can get a, a truthful answer from reading this woman's mind. Okay. Uh, so it's the same situation where I'm looking at her and her gaze is sort of wandering back and forth and uh, Matthias is going to look directly into her eyes and time it so that just as their eyes lock together, uh, Matthias's eyes glow an electric blue for just a second, and it's mirrored in the woman's eyes as well. Uh, and mentally, I'm going in with the question of, what are you thinking about? Okay. So, in this just split second, as your eyes meet, um, that electric blue in both of your eyes, and then you get the sharpest pain in the back of your neck. This bite at the base of your spine. And you feel, you feel it shoot through every nerve, every nerve ending in your body. And then nothing. All right. The, the doctor trainer now at this point is like, what, what was that? What was that? And he, he's asking you, Willie, what, what was that? I don't know. I've never seen him do that before. What was what? No, nothing. I'm seeing things. Oh, it, well, listen, I ain't no medical professional, but it seems like maybe she'd just been through a lot and she'd been traumatized. That neck injury looks like it hurts like something from hell, so... Maybe she All just... Right. Needed- it's it's been a real short time, so maybe we come back in the morning. But uh, yeah, I'm not against taking some caution, but I don't think throwing this woman in a jail cell is going to be what's best for 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 her brain and and the like. All right. Well, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to spend um, some power points to do a healing. Okay. Um, power. So. Uh, I got a three, so I'm going to use another Benny to re-roll that. That's better. That's a six. Um, Okay, so I touch the wound, um, and I've got this, like, another, like, container of stuff that seemingly just comes out of nowhere. And um, I rub it on the wound, and it just, like glows for a second like phosphorescent and um then it soaks into the to the wound okay and as it does so you see the puncture wounds closing uh the puncture wounds themselves are are gone they're healed um but that that intense bruising around are is still there really i i don't know where Uh-oh. you learned how to do that but that is remarkable Thank you. It's all science. Science is so cool. Remind me to tell you about it when we've got more time. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Dr. Trainer says, speaking of time, I think this woman needs to get some rest. Um, I would recommend maybe somebody keep watch on her 
Um, maybe some of us would like to go see if that other body was taken care of already, and a couple of other us can kind of just keep an eye out over here. I see no reason why that can't work. I'll tell you what, Doc. I've got this. Um, I got this slice right here on the side of my arm. Uh, accident I had earlier. Uh, if I could maybe have that looked at, maybe I could just sort of hang around and just sort of keep her company while we take a look at that. That sounds great. Uh, ha- have a seat while I'm getting my kit. And he turns and starts heading to go um, get his gear to look at your wound. Why don't um, I uh, stay with Mr. M.M. here? Uh, I, you know, I'm no use in any sort of physical altercation, but I was made for bodyguarding. I make a perfect century. How about it? I mean, I'd welcome the company. Perfect. All right, so Matthias and Jonah are staying with the doctor while Willie and Luther head to see about the other body. And I give Luther sort of a pointed look, like I'm up to something. Do I notice that? Close my eyes, like. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Is there insight in this game? Who knows? I don't know. I think I usually use notice for that. I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, you can make a notice roll if you'd like, really. Okay. No, Autumn. Five. Um, you you see them exchange glances. Uh, you have a feeling they've they've probably been traveling together for a while. Those glances could mean anything. All right. But you do notice. I'm just gonna look at Jonah real quick and be like, "Don't do anything stupid." Oh, Willie! Look how much you already know me. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got uh, a heart of go. gold. Maybe an exterior of something else, but a, a heart of gold. <laughs> I like you. This is 100% wool I'll have, you know. We are splitting the party. Oh, God. Don't say it like that, Carrie. It's a good idea. She's <laughs> like, promise. I'm really when you phrase it that way. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Luther. And Willie, where are you heading? I think we should talk to the sheriff. Well, I did want to stop by that to see if they took care of that dead body, yet, just to make sure, and then we can talk to the sheriff. I just, yeah, I guess we can. I just meant, should we tell him that we're doing that to see if he's already moved it or if we can move it or get rid of it? I just peek on in. I don't think there's much harm in that. All right, yeah, you go ahead and peek. I'll bring up the rear. I, I do want to say, as a as we're walking, I, I would say, like, you know, I apologize if my friend rubbed you the wrong way back there. We're used to capturing dangerous outlaws and desperados, not whatever the hell this is, so we may not be on our best manners. Well, I wouldn't say he rubbed me the wrong way, only I wasn't sure what his his motivations were for not being honest when... I thought 
I thought you all were helping the sheriff to catch this guy, so why not just be straightforward? Well, some people don't particularly cotton to uh, those who have abilities that aren't easily explainable. And so sometimes they go out of their way to kind of hide those abilities. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. That explains a lot. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he would he was just trying to keep it kind of secret a little bit, but it's all I good. Guess, yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about it in that way because I can figure out how to do so many things. I don't have special abilities. I just you know, I use what I have around me. It's probably the better way, honestly. <laughs> well now I know. Yeah, I I wouldn't I don't think he rubbed me the wrong way. It's just more I, I wasn't understanding. It's all, These people, it's all you good. have to understand. I've known them all my life, you know. Yeah, right. I totally understand. And then like I I guess I kinda like peek up into the window or whatever to see like if that body is still in there. Okay, yeah, um looking through uh the the house has now been closed up um, when it was wide open before for the investigation. Okay. It is now okay. closed up and you see um, what appears to be a body underneath, like kind of wrapped in a sheet right now, waiting to be removed in the morning. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> I say, well, hopefully this body won't get up in the middle of the night because there's one inside. So I don't know. Do you want to go talk to the sheriff first or do you want to Maybe shove a stake through its heart? Oh, that's not a bad idea. It might look a little incriminating. (laughs) I know, I'm scared. That's why I think, see, I I tend to, I tend to be, be more of a, I I tend to be more honest about things. So if we did do that, I would tell them the truth. So I I wouldn't be able to lie about it. Um, But I'm okay with doing it still. Or we could tell him. I mean, it wouldn't take too much extra time to just because I don't think we gave him all the information about about the creature either. I don't think he knows. If you take lead on this, they don't really care for much for me or my friend. If if you would want to talk to the sheriff or the deputy and see sure. what they say, that would be excellent. And I I, I, I'm here to support you. Thing. Yeah, but. Uh, I mean, that might not seem popular with them either, but uh, I guess we can just see what happens. That's fine. Is do we is the sheriff's, you know, office close to where we are right now? Um, it's a fairly small town. You can you could get there in a few minutes, um, especially with you leading, knowing exactly where it is. It's not All too right. far. I, I think we should do that so we don't have to break into the house. Because if you get breaking and entering on yourself too you're never gonna leave and uh, molesting a corpse usually isn't uh right, right. Highly upon yeah <laughs> all right so um you head for the sheriff's office um jonah and matthias uh, what what have you been up to since they've left uh the mm-hmm. doctor has seen to your scratch cleaned it um, it, it didn't really need much of a bandage, but he wrapped it anyway. 
And that's why Spittler, South Dakota has the best coffee of pretty much any town I've ever been in. I've been in a fair few towns. What about you, Jonah? Best coffee? Oh, Colorado Springs, maybe? New York? New Montana. York? Oh, sure. I've been all over. Look at me. You think you can dress like this and not see the world in it? So you from back east, or? Well, I'm from all over. From just about anywhere you can pick on a map. I know just what you mean. Matthias, I got a question for you. I don't want you to take this the wrong way, okay? Because we're being cordial. And in fact, I think you and I have more in common than we, we think. How is it that you can be so blatant? Blatant. I mean, I've always fancied myself a straight shooter. Uh, not much of a gun hand, honestly, but, you know, just more of a... But a hell of a card shark. I do love to play card games. Say, do you want to play a card game? Thais is going to pull out his cards and start shuffling. I don't want to play, but I would love to see that deck you're holding. Oh, this deck? Yeah, all right. Hands it to you. It's just a regular deck of cards, technically. I'm going to look it over, because that's not normal for me that it's just an you, you know totally different experience for me i'm shuffling through i'm looking at the faces i'm turning it over uh jonah make a spirit roll for me okay okay an eight okay um as you're shuffling uh, it's the you know it's that sound that you've heard over and over and over the cards slapping into each other as you're mixing them together and, and i think jonah's very dexterous with it matthias would totally recognize that this is a fellow card player and as you're as you're shuffling these in your hands this ringing starts to grow stronger and stronger in your right ear almost to the point where it's too loud to not flinch and right before you flinch you see out of the corner of your eye a tall, thin man, and then the ringing stops. There's nobody standing there. I hand it straight back to him. Just be honest with me, because I think that you know what I am, and I think I know what the hell you are, okay? Do you see him too? Jonah, what you did in that room... I didn't do anything in that room. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. What happened then in that room raised my hackles in a way that pretty much nothing else in this world has with very, very few extremely notable exceptions. When you say him, do you mean to thin man? I think Jonah's world breaks. So you do, you, you see that son of a bitch? 
He is in Little Rock. I saw him tonight. Jonah, I've been hunting this thin man for six years. I will find him. I will kill him. Did you meet him? Yes. Have, have you seen him in the flesh? You, you share bread with him? No. No, we met, uh, well, six years, seven months, and 22 days ago, by my reckoning. Uh, he come into our town uh, to me and my daddy's workshop. And that was the day I lost my dad. And I've been looking for him ever since. Because I'm going to make his neck make the same sound that these cards make when they get shuffled. I, Matthias, I, I can't be here. If that thing is here, if whatever it is, the thin man, whatever we want to call it, him, if he's here, I can't be here. I'm putting my uh, my hand on Jonah's shoulder to comfort him and also to keep him from getting up. Jonah, Jonah look at me. Everything's going to be fine. If the thin man is here, if the thin man decides to approach us in any way, I will drag him to hell with or without me, and you will not have to worry about it. I don't, I don't think you follow, Matthias. I, these cards, they're different for me. And I, I take out my deck and I show it to him, and the facing on mine actually has the thing that I'm represented. So on the king, uh, it, it's him in, in the same view that you and I have seen him, right? Um, Every time I use mine, every time I cast, every time I do anything that this stupid fucking deck has told me to do, he gets closer to me. He's chasing me. He's he's after me for something. Every spell I do, he takes a few more steps closer. And if he's here right now, I, oh, I can't fucking be here. I cannot fucking be here, Matthias. Jonah, listen to me. Both of both of Matthias's hands are on Jonah's shoulders at this point. Listen to me. I don't know what the thin man wants from you, but I know very much what I want from him. If he is chasing you and I am chasing him, this could work out very well for us. All I need you to do okay. is to stay close, keep your wits about you, and if you see any hide nor hair of this thin man, you point him to me for a swift execution. I will protect you, Joan. I've never met anyone like me with with the cards. There's there's all sorts of things in this world, Jonah, and we whether we wanted to or not, whether we had destinies besides the thin man or not, we are a couple of those things now. Okay. I'll stay close. I'll, if, if you can keep them away, I'll stay close. Thank you, Jim. Don't worry, it's you and me. All right? We'll take care of this. And him. And him. I, I, Jonah's going to stand up and then go outside for some air. You both get a Benny for that. Hey, thanks. Matthias starts shuffling it. his cards. 
sure we'll need it. <laughs> All right, so Jonah, you open the door and the, the air hits you and it's like you can finally take a breath for the first time and you're catching your breath. Your heart is beating so hard and so fast and you, you stand out there for a moment try to compose yourself. Um, Matthias, you are shuffling these cards and you, now that it's fallen silent again, you you can hear the woman just kind of like whimpering occasionally in her sleep. Uh, and you see her just kind of moving, trying to get comfortable and she's just, it doesn't look like she's sleeping very soundly. It looks like she's in some sort of pain. And um, at that, the um, Dr. Trainer comes from the back and he's he's walking over. Uh, he looks at her and he looks to you and he says, oh. um, there were some raised voices a minute ago. Is everything all right? No, everything's fine. We just had a spirited discussion, Mr. Ward and myself. Uh, she looks to be in a bit of mild discomfort. Is there anything you could give her to make her sleep more sound? Uh, yeah, you, you see he was already kind of bringing some things over, and uh, you see him put a needle into a vial and just kind of pull a little bit and um, kind of try to position her in a little bit of a more comfortable way. Uh, you see her kind of shifting, shifting, almost like fighting at his touch. And then as soon as uh, the injection hits, she calms down and she looks relieved for a moment. Um, and looks like for the first time tonight, she's probably getting some rest. Thank you, doctor. Uh, for the bandage and for the care you show, I appreciate it. You're somewhat it, new here, too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I drifted into town mm, a couple of days ago, I think. Uh, yeah, I haven't been in town long, but uh, seems like you got a lot going on. Yeah. Well, you didn't hear it from me, but uh, it's good you you guys came into town. It's, it's good you're helping out. The sheriff sure won't. Well, we're doing our best, and for better or worse, I'm sure your sheriff is doing the best, and he can as well. <laughs> At that, he actually, like, chuckles. Like, it's it's a genuine chuckle, and, and he just nods and says, sure. And uh, he turns and starts heading back to the back room. Uh, I'd like to step out for a second and check on you. Okay. Um, Jonah, your breath is finally back to you. Um, your heart is beating at a somewhat normal pace. <laughs> and, um, the door opens behind you. Well, uh, what do you say, Matthias? Are, are we looking at a new vampire or what? Uh, well, the doctor just gave the young lady something to help her sleep. Uh, so she seems to be calmed down, but uh, it sounds as though we are looking at a classical vampire. Uh, although obviously not everything we know is 
won't be true. I think perhaps we should wait for the others and see what they find in their investigations and uh, sort of pool our collective knowledge and go from there. That sounds fine to me. Why don't you come back on inside? I'll make a coffee. Okay. All right, you guys head back in. Uh, Luther and Willie, you arrive at the sheriff's office. Uh, you open up the door. You head in and you see um, oh, the deck. Just Sorry, just a second. Before mm-hmm. we go in there, I would like to turn to Willie and say, I know we're looking at the whole vampire thing, but maybe try to sell it more as a science-based thing. Like it's a sickness mm-hmm. that's spread by bite. Maybe, maybe there might be more understanding. Yeah, you know what? The sheriff isn't real superstitious, and I could tell from earlier that he was more annoyed that that the problem wasn't solved than anything else. So I think you could be right. Some sort of sickness. Let's try to sell it like that. All right. I, some I picked sort up a few sickness. things from my friend Jonah. <laughs> Let's hope not too many, right? Right. All right. Um, I think I can do that now that I'm prepared. All right, right. let's go. Yeah, you open the door, you walk in, and you see the deputy and the sheriff um, sitting at a table, uh, um, coffee in hand, and they seem to be uh, playing some sort of card game. It almost looks like Go Fish or something super simple. Uh, You see it mostly just trying to keep themselves awake. You come in and they glance over. Yeah. Sheriff? Well, I think I might have a lead on what's been going on. And uh, I would like your permission to go back into the murder house and and check on that body. They kind of glance at each other. Thought you were supposed to be sleeping, but uh, what 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 do you want to do with the body? Well, who could sleep at a time like this? Well, the thing is, I think what's going on uh, is, and she kind of looks back over at Luther and like knowingly is like a science thing, Wink. and. <laughs> you know, the subterfuge. And <laughs> I think that there could be a risk of contagion. And I really think we need to to take care of these bodies as soon as possible so that nobody else, you know, could potentially get sick. The the deputy, his eyes kind of, kind of widen at the word contagion and, and he's like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean, like how, like, like, like how contagious? Well, the woman that was bit earlier today has some sort of infection and it's, it's all kinds of crazy. And she's having powerful, powerful, like fits in her sleep. And I think it could be something potentially dangerous. Now, if you want to get into a discussion about uh, the teeny tiny things that make people sick, we can. But I think it would be safer to just go ahead and, and get that body out, get that body taken care of as soon as possible. 
at that point, the deputy says teeny tiny things that make people, and the sheriff's like, no, just, yes, you can go see the body or, or, or whatever it is you're wanting to do. If you think it's in, if you think it's contagious, why do you want to go in and, and get closer to the body? Oh, well, I've been looking at this stuff my whole life. You know, I've been spending a lot of time with Doc, and I think that I just can't get these things anymore because I've had so much exposure. Yeah. And plus, yeah, in a plague situation, yeah, and, uh, sorry. In a plague situation, generally, you don't want the diseased corpses in your town, no matter where they are, just sitting out. You don't know if some sort of rat's going to bite it and spread the virus or anything. Or just get rid of it now. But I do appreciate your concern about my well-being. I mean, if you'd rather do it. Uh, no, um, I, uh, I think you're, uh, you're more than capable. All right, so, uh, do you have keys to his, uh, house? Uh, the, the deputy kind of pats, um, grabs the keys, tosses them to you. She grabs for it, but misses. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then Oops. he, he kind of looks at his hand, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to go wash my hands. And he stands up and leaves the room. And the sheriff just says, you uh, do what you think best. All we'll, right. We'll talk to Dr. Trainer in the morning. All right, sounds good. I'm just leaving as soon as I can. Like, I don't want any more contact with them. All right, so you head back to the victim's house. Um, around this time, you actually see uh, just the, the light blue light as the sun is just about to come up. Um, it's not quite sunrise yet, but it's, it's lighter. It's a beautiful morning and um, you head over to this victim's house, unlock the door with the keys. Um, as the door opens, there is a smell that that's kind of wafting out towards you. Yeah, I would put my kerchief over my face. Um, so how are we going to burn this? Like you said he was in a bag or something or not he, a bag, but a just blanket. wrapped in a sheet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I, uh, Willie on. smells it too, but Willie don't care. <laughs> so she just goes right in. You got I a strong think, stomach. Oh, I do. I if I could tell you some of the things I've experimented That's on. That's okay. I'm, let's just oh, okay. get through this. I, maybe another time. Another time. I think maybe before we burn it, we should try that steak thing in the heart. Just to see if there's any kind of reaction even though he's dead uh you and your experiments i guess i guess that's fine it, it, if we can find something that we could use well i've got a knife if i can find something in here that i could just sharpen up real quick there's probably a loose board or uh oh maybe a leg from a chair could i see if i could break off a leg from a chair or perhaps you could i'm not very strong uh, yeah, is there something like that that I could... Yeah, uh, yeah, there would be probably a chair and a desk. Yeah, I if would just... If you break it the right way, it might be sharp enough already. 
Yeah, I try to snap it off so it's kind of jagged. Uh, is that a roll or anything? Uh, make a strength roll. We'll see how this pans out. Alright. Here's where we do a critical failure and I stab myself. Ooh, close. It was a one and a two. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a Benny just because sure. I haven't yet and let's see what happens. A one and a three, damn it. Um, so you're able to snap it off, but it snaps off at the nails. So it's literally it's just a plank of wood. Like there's nothing sharp about it whatsoever. It just comes off with the nails still in it from it being attached to the other part of the chair. Uh, I hand it to her and I say, get whittling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to sharpen up the end of it with my knife. All right, um, it definitely takes you a little while, but you're able to make a little steak with it. All right, so what I want you to do... Now, are you squeamish? Uh, not rightly so. Okay. Good. I want you to look at his face the whole time to see if when the steak goes in, something happens, anything at all, or if he's just totally still. All right. What Are you going to be, am I doing the staking? Are you going oh, to Oh, no. It? You're not, you're not going to do it? I'm doing it. No, oh, no. Oh, you're, you're not. doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. I will monitor. Ready? I pull my gun out just to, and point it at the, <laughs> the dead body's face just in case. All right. I got him covered. We're going to pause there and we're going to switch over to uh, Matthias and Jonah. Um, the sun, <laughs> the sun is coming up. Uh, it's kind of shining through the windows. Uh, the doctor comes over and um, refills your coffees, uh, the coffee that you made earlier, refills yours uh, and comes over and um, begins taking the bandage off of uh the woman who's who's still just laying there as as he touches her skin she flinches and you see like the touch almost physically hurting um and as he removes the bandage uh both of you are able to see almost like spider veins Mm. through the back of her neck across her back. You see some of it going down one of her arms. It looks like that blue bruising is moving through her veins. Now, Uh, in in terms of sunlight into this room, is it sort of like, uh, is it enough dawn that we're starting to see sunbeams in through the windows or? um, um, You, you are at this point, the sunbeams, they're coming through the window and uh, basically they're hitting like the middle aisle where where you would walk through. Uh, he's he's looking at the wounds and as he touches one of the veins, you see basically where he touches, the bruising ripples outward. And more spider veins almost like crackle like a like a windshield sort of thing outward where he touched and he just turns his head towards you two, bewildered. Doc, why don't you, uh, why don't you go take a break or something? Uh, or at least take a few steps away. 
He doesn't even say anything. He just takes a couple steps back and then turn, turns around and heads to the back. Ma'am, how, how about we take a, a walk into the light? <laughs> um, how about some good sunlight to help you out? And I'll take her by the shoulders, whether she's listening or not, and sort of guide her into the ascending see if that confirms any theories. All right, as you take her shoulders and go to um, sit her up, um, her eyes shoot open and she looks directly at you. Um, you see, as they shoot open, underneath the bags under her eye, like they're, they're sunken, sunken eyes. Like she hasn't slept in four days. Um, her lips are pale and, and cr- like crusted and her eyes are almost milky as she's looking at you. Um, you see her pupils kind of darting like they were before. Um, Hold on, you you remember me? Hey, look at me. As you say, look at me, her pupils meet yours, but then dart away once again. Um, and then you hear, you hear her breathing as she's sitting up. It's like, it's wheezing inward and then it's a really short breath out wheezing inward, short breath out. Matthias, I'm gonna try moving her. You got a card ready? Yep, I have deck in hand, just like ready for whatever happens. I'm gonna take her very gingerly with a hand to her back and try and escort her out into that sun. Now, you, you remember me? I, I helped you back in that room, didn't I? I'm going to help you again right now. We're, we're going to show you some sun. It's real good for you. My grandfather used to say, anything uh, that can fix you does not beat sunshine by a mile, right? Any medicine cannot beat sunshine. Come on. Your, your hand on her back, kind of just guiding her over. She makes sounds of pain with each step like like just moving her muscles hurts and you see her jaw just clenched shut and as you're pushing her forward guiding her fairly slowly um as you guide her to step into the sunlight her foot crosses the sunbeam and the part of her, uh, her her knee down as the sun hits it just starts sizzling and at that her eyes widen she turns to you and she opens her mouth and you see piranha like teeth with Matthias. saliva dripping and she goes in to bite you oh god damn Matthias throw the goddamn car uh, are we in initiative order of any kind at all? We are now. Ah, shit. All right. Matthias. Oh, there we go. That's my boy. Jonah. Ooh, I'll take it too. Okay. Oh, she gets a joker. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> oh, there she'll, we go. She's going to spend a Benny. 
Oh no, don't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I will let the two of you act simultaneously if you'd like. Okay. If not, it's technically Matthias first, I believe. No, I think it's actually Jonah first. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, could I cast a spell and then get away from her in the same turn, or would that have to happen? In a, uh, additional turns. You could do it in the same. Okay. So, this is my plan then. I'm going to use five power points to cast Curse Ooh. on her. Um, the it, It's pretty gnarly, so I'll go into the description if I actually hit with the damn thing, but I'm okay. spending five points now to do so. I have an eight. I think that's okay. a success. I think it goes against what? Her spirit first uh, spells or something like that? I'm not sure. Uh, curse. Uh, spirit rule, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, if, if I succeeded, which, did I, did I not? Yes. Okay, perfect. Failure means the victim suffers a level of fatigue immediately. And at sunset each day thereafter, uh, they receive additional fatigue. Um, Once the accursed becomes incapacitated, they must make a bigger roll each day to avoid death. So it essentially makes them as tired as all uh, hell. um, the, The way it works for me is he slots a card into his left hand he places it onto her shoulder and from there um two very thin but long long fingers form into hands and then climb up from out of the card and clutch at her neck and and grab her immediately there and as soon as the thin man's hands are around her and the, the fog is sort of leaking out of this playing card jonah's gonna kick back and run for the fucking door he's getting behind matthias as fast as he can all right um has Jonah cast this spell on someone before? Yes. Uh, it went well for the person who had it, but it definitely uh, caused some situations for Jonah. It, it's definitely the one that calls out to the thin man the most in uh, Jonah's deck. But I think it's like a, uh, it's a reactionary uh, response. He sees his life flash before his eyes. He reaches out, slaps it onto the shoulder, reaches out, grabs her, and even as he's running away, he's realized what he's just done. Okay. Uh, he, he probably even gives a look to Matthias like, shit. All right, you're sprinting for the door. Uh, Matthias, you see, uh, you see these arms come up and grab onto this woman. Uh, and you see him sprinting out the door as the arms are like digging into her skin. Like the fingers are climbing into her body. Rad. Jesus, Jonah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God damn. She was right on top of me. Matthias, please. I, okay. So she, to be clear, is on the edge of like 
where the door is, where there's like sunlight? She would be um, in the center aisle between all of the beds. Uh, mm. So she she's directly in between you and Jonah, who has sprinted for the door. Hmm. Cool. Um, I. Who, bud? Okay. Uh, let's do this. I am going to use um a neat spell that you let me keep called Phantom Fingers. Okay. Uh, which is five power points. Burning through power points. That's not great. Uh, and do do do. Uh, that's an eight. Which means, uh, yeah, I can lift. Oof, up to 400 pounds with a raise. Uh, and hospital. I am, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am going to lift her up. Okay. And then try to, like, push her onto a bed. And just, like, right. hold her with, like, the phantom hands. All right, so you see her um, looking at Jonah as Jonah's running away. Jonah's yelling for you to do something, and you um, tell me how casting the spell looks for you. Uh, cool. So uh, basically what it looks like is you see the deck in my hand, and then like half of the deck jumps over to my other hand, and then these two electric blue phantom hands just sort of like slide out of the deck, and it's like I'm using the deck to manipulate the hands to grab this woman and pick her up and like press her against the bed. Okay, so um, as she's lifted, you see her feet and arms flailing, like to the point where when her arm flails into the sun and it it sizzles, she doesn't even notice. She's just flailing at whatever magic this is. Picks you, picks her up, and it slams her down onto um, onto the bed on the other side, and you're just holding her there. All right. Mm. All right, four. Turn. Let's see here. And that lasts for three rounds. Unless Perfect. I spend power points to extend it. Alright. Yeah, for her turn, um, she being held against this bed is just thrashing everywhere. She's she's scratching. You see her the tips of her fingers being becoming bloodied as she's just scratching at the wall behind her, the wood of or the the wood wall behind her and she's just scratching she's scratching at the metal you hear it clanking you hear it even just like ripping the sheets um you see feathers and cotton start to fly up as she's just slamming into this thing shrieking and you actually see blood uh and just bile basically coming from her mouth as she's just feral being held down on this bed Matthias is holding it and going like, Doc! Jonah! Alright, um, round two. Matthias. Jonah. Ooh. <laughs> the woman. Alright, so Jonah, you're up first. We gotta get it into the damn sun. <laughs> I think I'll, once I'm back into the room and I see that Matthias is kind of taken over with these spectral hands, 
Uh, I'm gonna come back in. Um, I, I'm actually, I can hold my turn or I can't? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna call out to Matthias. Get her close to the window. I'll blast her outside the best I can. <laughs> All right, Matthias. Great, we're gonna accidentally murder this woman. Um, Damn straight. <laughs> I can move her up to my smarts per turn, so I'm going to maneuver her uh, in front of, like, directly in front of the window. All right, uh, you can easily just raise her up. Um, to one of the windows directly above her bed, and as you do, you hear just the sizzling of the sunlight hitting. Um, Jonah, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to cast Blast on her. Uh, All right. I'll throw in uh, uh, an additional power point to make sure that this is a three die six if I do hit her. Okay. Um, and I, my aim is to try and use this Blast to get her out of the, the window, so hopefully that's within the realm of possibility. If okay. not, Please tell me I'm being dumb. Um, okay, uh, so I'll go with my spell casting now. Uh, a seven. Okay. Um, all right, so as you're raising her up, as soon as she reaches the window, this blast comes out of nowhere, slams into her. You hear the glass, you hear her body slam into the glass, and glass crack and then shatter. And the body <laughs> is yeah. shot out of the hospital, you hear a um, a thud as it hits the ground outside. Switching over to Willie and Luther. Um. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, pointing at this dead body's head. <laughs> Just go ahead, do it. And I plunge it in All right. as hard as I can. As you are plunging the stake down. I'll have you make a smart roll. Okay. For you. Knowing knowing what you do about healing and knowing what you do about the proper location to pierce the heart we'll do smarts instead of like an attack roll. Okay. Five. Okay. Um... Uh, you slam this stake down, it, you, you, you don't really hear it as much as Luther does. Luther, standing there with your guns aimed at this thing's head, as the wood stake pierces the chest, you hear the, one of the ribs crack, um, as the stake pierces into the heart, you hear this soft crunch, and you see this person's eyes open. I see his eyes open. (gasps) His eyes open, his mouth opens with jagged piranha-like teeth, and then you hear just a raspy breath exhaled, and the body is limp. Oh, heck. Let's burn this ASAP. I start, I like grab. Wait, I gotta take the stake out. I'm gonna use this well, don't baby do that. I, I'm like worried. I was, I'm like, maybe that keeps it dead. Mm, Unless I you want to experiment, know. pull it out, put it back in. All right, ready? All right. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls it out. What happens? Nothing. Oh. 
All right, well, let's still burn it, though. So then you got your steak. All right. I, like, kind of drag the body out into, like, an open area, maybe behind the house, not okay. where it's super visible. I'm sure, but I if, to, if I have to do a search roll or something, there's got to be, like, some kerosene or something around. Um, and if I can find that, I, I would douse it and then just... Yeah, Actually, yeah. I've got a pretty cool tool I could use if you don't have a, a any kind of inflamment. Well, I, I, I have matches, but I mean, yeah, what do you got? All right. Well, I was I was I was hoping to save this for a quick getaway, but well, I don't wait, an, waste it if if, if you want to, you know, it's all right. I can load okay. it back up again. Oh, OK. So she holds her her right arm out and then presses a button on her brooch and this poof oh we do we move we moved it outside already right yeah this poof a ghost rock dust envelops the body and then she strikes up her flint and then the whole cloud just ignites a flame i said Uh, don't breathe it in don't breathe it in back up (laughs) <laughs> As the flame grows way quicker than a normal flame, you take a step back and uh, the body is just engulfed in flames and is crackling. And you sit there and you watch it for a moment. <laughs> I've never done that one before. <laughs> it's better than I thought. <laughs> I take a cigarette out and light it up. Cause it's like I swear I'd give this up, but uh, I need I need this right now. That's my subterfusion device. You can use the powder to escape tricky situations, but it's also very very flammable. I say so. Um, at this point, you hear what the blazes, and you you hear uh, some footsteps, and the sheriff is coming around the corner. Uh, he has his gun drawn and he looks and he sees the body on fire right at, out back like of the house and he's looking he sees like the the just fumes of burning ghost rock and he just looks at you like just getting the- rid of some sicknesses you better stand back sheriff it could be traveling through the air still might want to give it a wide berth He doesn't even say anything. He just turns around and walks away. <laughs> you hear him mumbling something under his breath, like, ghost As he's just <laughs> walking away. Um, and at this point, you hear in the distance uh, the sound of some sort of blast and shattering glass. And then I'm like, oh shit, the old, the old lady. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, and we... Start running. Sprint in that direction. All right, so yeah. Jonah and Matthias, as soon as this lady is slammed out the window, what are you doing? Uh, before I forget, and I put my hand on Jonah's shoulder, uh, and I would like to cast a spell. Uh, I'd like to cast armor on Jonah. Oh. Because I did make a promise, uh, which adds plus two toughness or plus four on a raise, provided I can get this to go off. Okay, that's a 17, so... Oh, damn! 
And that was the D6. Yeah. Plus <laughs> <laughs> 40 or toughness as a, I hold the deck out and a blue spectral version of a card flips up in that fun, like, flippy cartoony card style and then turns to a sort of mist that just sort of coats you and you sort of glisten a little bit with electric blue armor. Oh, what the hell? Mine doesn't do that. What the hell? As you're saying what the hell, uh, the doctor behind you is saying what the hell at the same time. Oh, shit. God, shit. Oh, Look, we just, don't just have go, just go. And he's, point, he's just pointing to the window, like, just go. Get it. Forget what you saw. <laughs> going to jump out the window. All right. Right back. All right, so the two of you jump out the window. Uh, Luther and Willie, you're approaching. You see uh, the woman slammed down on the ground, writhing uh, as the sunlight is making parts of her body steam. She stands up, she's looking around. Um, she looks feral and a lot of her hair is thinned and from the sun is already just falling out. She's almost balding like like the one that you had seen in the street. Uh, as she turns and sees you, she looks at both of you and she is going to sprint directly at... So... I would like to say, turn to Willie and say, you mind handing me that that steak? <laughs> you mind handing me that steak? As it's sprinting directly towards Luther. Um, I give it to you. <laughs> you just hand it over real quick? All right. Matthias. Ooh. I'm gonna nice. go ahead and put these up here since we're in like real combat now. Luther. Nice. Willie? Another 10. This is all I can draw for you. I'm just a perfect 10, what can I say? <laughs> and Jonah. I'll take it. All right. So it looks like, Jonah, you are up first. Uh, I think that he's going to hold the spell now that he sees Luther's got this, you know, uh, stake in his hands. He's, flipping it around in his hand. Uh, Luther's got this cover, right? So Jonah jumps through the window. He gets ready to cast another with his card, and just as he's pulling it, he sees Luther's around. Oh, you got this one. I got you covered just in case. Come on, Luther. Bring it home, baby. I say, um, watch this, and then, you know. Okay. <laughs> so I'll hold the spell just in case something goes wrong. Okay. Um, Matthias. Uh, I'm functionally going to do the same thing. Uh, I pile out into the alleyway, uh, and as soon as I see, like, the other two and the fact that it's running for the other two and Luther's sort of at the ready, I'm like, okay, uh, we're going to see how this plays out. I've got my deck just sort of ready in case anything happens. All right, so, um, Luther and Lily, uh... So, is it, like at me right now or is it like a little bit like a couple feet away it's a couple feet away it is quickly approaching you but uh i think the fun thing to do would be i'm gonna throw the stake into its chest <laughs> yes all right oh. so i just Sweet. All right. um uh... so i am going to roll a athletics i believe is what it is sounds good to me That is eight. 
on my athletics roll. All right. Um, no idea what the damage would be. <laughs> so you're trying to hit its heart, I'm assuming. Yep. Okay. So. But I have marksman, which uh, reduces penalties towards called shots and cover and stuff. So like I have a little bit more, you know, ability to hit that mark. Okay. So um, as it's sprinting towards you, you have the stake in your hand and you like come back like this and pop, throw it almost like a, like a spear in a sense. You throw this stake and it just spins towards this creature. Uh, it slams into its collarbone, um, but it was not quite hard enough to pierce its heart. I'm ready for part two when I, I hit it. <laughs> this is a one-two combo. I'm just setting so it up. So you're trying to like hit the stake, like? Yeah, well, I'm trying to, yeah, like I'm just getting it in this position and then gotcha. hopefully someone else or me will nail it home. Okay. Um, Could I take an opportunity to uh, cast my held spell? Sure. Okay, so I'm going to deal with the devil again. All right. Um, oh no. Spend that Benny again. Um, and we're going to do it to cast a spell that I do not have called Entangle, uh, which mm. will reduce the creature's speed to zero, sort of hold it in place, get it restrained. At least that's my hope. Okay, let's go back to deal with the devil. And I have to look at that step-by-step -step thing. Okay, so I spent my Benny. I chose my power. Now I've got to roll a gambling roll. 10 to six. I exploded on my 10. Nice. Ooh. A 15 on my gambling roll. So I believe that gives me the extra card, right? Yes. Okay. What a raise is double the amount I needed, right? That's what a raise Correct. is. Correct. Another f another four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just get the extra one. So then it's five cards. Five, one for success, one for my uh, my call out there. Okay, so I just have a pair of queens, which is enough for my power on the entangle. Because Beautiful. I entangles only two power points. So it does get cast, and then I just cast the spell, right? I, I make uh, my spell casting roll? Yes. Okay. Uh, popped on my d6, so it's seven. Nice. Okay. Is that a success? Um, yes. Perfect. So, so tell I, me, yeah, tell me what that entangle looks like. I fling the card just underneath uh, the woman's body. And again, that card summons out this blank facing and it doesn't have numbers, doesn't have, the king doesn't represent anything, but from out of the white facing, those hands claw again, the same that are still drawing from her jaw, a new pair stretch out until their uh, entire arms, like the, the thin man is climbing up from the card wrenches her from the ankles and slams her down to the ground, uh, stake facing up. 
hopefully, wh whatever interpretation you'd like, but slams her and drags her down, uh, you know, trying to make a good positioning for Luther to, to confirm the kill. Nice. Um, uh, Willie. So, <laughs> Willie still hasn't really grasped that these powers are, like, real powers. She's still trying to to like figure out how he's doing it like that was amazing but this is the first time she's seen anything like in person so she's a little bit flustered by that but so now the body is the is the body of the woman face down um she is currently still thrashing around so she's still up. so when she fell she's being held basically by her knees and thighs so as she's thrashing, the, uh, her, her torso is kind of moving around in, in ways that it shouldn't be. You hear, cool. you hear body parts twisting and cracking as, as she's just thrashing wildly with no sense of well-being or, or pain And is the all. stake in her body or did it fall down? The stake is still currently sticking out of her chest. All right. From my knowledge, does it look like, even though it didn't go all the way in, that it's in the right place? Um, make a smart scroll. Got a nine. Okay. Um, it looks like if it was hit straight on, it's probably not in the right place. But if you could get it at a, at some sort of a downward angle, it would definitely hit the heart. Hmm. I don't know if I can do that without getting without getting closer to her. But she's like thrashing around like this, right? Yeah. Hmm. At this point also, um, people are beginning to watch. Good. Great. I guess you could hold. Maybe. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say I could. I was thinking about doing something that might just like blow it a little bit up to that right angle, but I don't know if that will work. I think I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna wait and hold my action. Okay. Um, All right. So coming up to its turn. All right, so the four of you and the crowd that is forming at a safe distance away, you hear the ripping of flesh and you hear the snapping of bones as you watch this figure dig herself out of the grasping hands around her legs. The hands are still holding on to her legs, but they've just completely disconnected from her body as she is thrashing and she crawls with her legs still being held down, feral, just, just gore dripping from her mouth, eyes completely glazed over. You see the pupil there and just widening to blacken her entire eye. She's crawling and she looks up and 
Luther and Willie are the closest right now. As she crawls forward, she looks at both of you, reaches up, grabs onto both of your pant legs, and she turns and her fangs sink into Luther's leg. Luther. I need you to roll your wild die. My wild die. I got a six. Okay. (gasps) Go ahead and roll it again. Five. All right. So the teeth sink into your leg. You feel it. And as soon as you feel the teeth pierce, you're able to kick uh, this being off of you. her torso kind of rolls over directly underneath Willie. Would you like to take your turn? Yes, can I grab the stake and try to plunge it home? Absolutely. Um, go ahead and make... Um, so right now, it is technically considered vulnerable. So you would have a plus two, you would have a minus two for not being... So it's just a straight roll your d4 and your wild die. Okay. Good vibes. You got this, Willie. Oh no, I got two ones. Can oh, I use Benny no. to crack? Can yes. I use a Benny? Okay. Yes, you can. Okay. Oh, that's the closest we get to a natural one. That time I got a six on the wild die. Oh, thank God. Let's go ahead and roll that again. Yeah. That's my first time. There we go. And then three. Okay. All right, so you reach down, you grab onto the stake, and as you're pulling it up, there's so much blood and just ichor on it that your hand actually slips off of it for a second, but you steady yourself, grab onto it, pull the stake out, take it with both hands and plunge it into this woman's heart. As it does, you hear just that same crack that you had before. The woman's thrashing stops and her arms fall and everything falls silent, except for the sound of her skin steaming in the sun. I know you may want to leave town, man, but I'm really hoping you'll stick around. (laughs) Uh, I run straight over to Luther. I'm like pulling at his ankle. Luther, God damn it, did you... Let me see it. Did you get bit? Uh, Yeah, I would definitely like look at my leg to see what it looks like. Pulling up the pant leg, you see a bite almost identical to the one on the back of the woman's neck oh Oh, no uh you hear dr trainer come up behind and he's looking at you with wide eyes and his, his mouth is you see him trying to talk trying to swallow his mouth is so dry and he says You said vampire, and and I... Look, we're not equipped for this sort of thing. We're not equipped for this sort of thing here, but... But I know who might be able to help you. If you can get to him in time. Help Luther? Who? There's there's a doctor in St. Louis. I, I I don't know his name, but he was around during the first of the Walking Dead outbreaks. He knows about the... Well, the, the weird shit. 
He might be able to help you. But you gotta hurry. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, just out of character, like, does that seem like a reasonable, like, length of, like, distance or whatever from yeah, where how, we are right now? How far is St. Louis from here? Um, on train, maybe about eight hours straight through. Um, it took maybe nine or ten for the woman to turn. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, yeah, so Luther's just going to be like, kind of a sigh and go, it's worth a shot. If not, uh, I can take myself out and I pat my pistols. Um, um, don't talk like that, Richter. What the hell are you saying? We got to uh, go. We got to get out of here. Yeah, uh, the the deputy actually is is approaching pretty quickly, ha- having heard the end of this conversation, and he says, "There's there's a train leaving in about half an hour." But well, I I think for what you did here, and he kind of looks down at the body still steaming, we might be able to we might be able to make that leave a little bit early. Uh, and he looks over to the doctor, and um, Doctor Trainer says. I'll I'll get you some some medicines might help. Yeah, he's too flustered to talk and he just hurries. You hear him like trip over something inside and he's running to go gather up some medicines. Um he rushes them out to you. He hands them to Willie. Um he, he, there are a couple of vials of morphine and some needles if he can't sleep. All right. I put those in my pack. Um, I tell the doc, I say, someone take care of my horse, Wildfire. I'm coming back for him. I'll see to it personally. I look over at Luther and I say, we've been through something crazy today, so I'm going with you. And I start to walk away with him, but then I, I sort of get this look of recognition on my face and then I run back to the dead one and I grab the stake out and I bring it back and I put it in my case and I look at Luther and I say, just in case. <laughs> Terrible. I appreciate it. I want to be biting nobody. Uh, Hopefully it's not going to come to that. What's that? Over where like the crowd is uh, and like where they've gathered and he's like, Folks, I apologize for the um, for the spectacle. The uh, the woman was unfortunately suffering from a uh, uh, a cattle-based case of extreme rabies, and there was unfortunately nothing that current medical science could provide for her. Um, and it is very sad, but funeral services will be prepared if you folks want to go on about your business. And then I walk back over to the group. All right, what's happening? We gotta go. We're catching a train. All right. I've always wanted to go to St. Louis. That's not under the best of circumstances, but I hope we can enjoy ourselves. Much nicer when the vampires are not involved. Maybe afterwards Mm. we can show you around. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll make it. All right, so... I was just going to say, like, like Luther's pretty like cool and calm about it, but 
like you could probably tell like he's like starting to sweat you know kind of a thing like i i think that jonah has no idea how to react in this situation because luther's never really been touched as long as we've known each other and so he's like taking off his ribbon tie and trying to do this really bad tourniquet around he's like i'm fine i'm fine just relax would you just sit back and let me help is the two bunnies they make the loop willie willie could you He's, he's frantic, uh, you know, looking for help. Uh, we we got to tie him off, right? What 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 do what they call those? He needs help. A tourniquet. Yeah, that one. The tourniquet. Uh, turn them for me, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. It might keep it might keep some of that poison or whatever it is from sp- spreading too fast. We just got to be careful because we don't want to cut off circulation for too long so we don't have to lose a leg. I mean, I'll cut it off right now if we, we got to do that. That's a joke, people. Peg legs are fashionable in some parts. How's he going to ride? Oh. Oh. It's all right, Jonah. You're going to have to get a stronger stomach. As soon as you find one for me, let me know. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. All right, so are you all heading towards the train? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah? Okay. Um, the four of you head to the train, and you see quite a few passengers with their bags asking what is going on, and, and the sheriff and the deputy are leading them away from the train. Um, saying this, that the train is um, being commandeered, more or less, um, and they'll have to catch the next one. And a lot of people are pissed, and they're they're not happy to see that Jonah and Luther are the ones walking over to board this train. Um, you hear you hear quite a few just angry words shot in your direction. Um, I respond back. I'll be back to play some songs later. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I wave with them. Uh, you walk over. And Love y'all. <laughs> you step up into um, the train car. Uh, you head in. You take a seat. You see the sheriff outside the window and the deputy talking to uh, the conductor of the train and a few of the um people riding with them, like working with the rail yard. Uh, you see them exchanging some words and you see the conductor looking kind of nervous, but but agreeing, accepting a coin pouch, putting that away. And um, within a few minutes, you feel, you hear the engines and you feel the train beginning to move forward. Listen, I just wanted to say to, to all y'all, you didn't have to come with us, but you decided to. And I appreciate that. I, I understand what sort of a commitment that is. I'm a person who does right by people who do right by me. I'm going to make sure I do that. Well, don't mention it. When I do a thing, I see it through. I figure you're going to stick with Luther, and sticking by you is the best chance I have of meeting up with our mutual friend, so. Who's that? Hmm? What mutual friend? An old card player we both have played with. Oh, oh fun! Uh, for an interesting uh, game. 
Luther says, uh, and I, maybe we could see some more of that wonderful science. Uh, it, maybe it'll cure me. Ooh, and then that's right. Uh, he leans back and he does that thing like with the cowboy hat where he like puts it over his face <laughs> to, to sleep or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. So after that, there's a little bit of small talk here and there, but it's it's mostly quiet ride. Um, the jokes kind of mellow out as the adrenaline's wearing off and the brevity of the situation is sinking in a little harder and um, you're all pretty tired. You, you didn't sleep last night at all and you find yourself wanting to stay awake for Luther. Luther, your your throat's kind of dry and scratchy, and every time you swallow, it just makes you more and more paranoid. And as you adjust your lips to kind of swallow down, a shooting pain shoots up your gums and into your eyes. And it's almost like hunger pains, but in, in your gums. And there's a moment where you're, you're afraid to know. So you hesitate. And you finally move your tongue across your teeth and they're still your teeth and that settles you for a moment and then you just you're just trying to hold still you, you don't want you don't want them to worry more than they have to not yet Throughout the next hour, your your teeth hurt too much to even touch together. You're glad that you have this hat over your face because your mouth kind of hangs open for a moment to keep your teeth from touching each other. They hurt so bad. And you just still feel that pain in your gums and the pain that can only be satiated by iron that thought scares you and you quickly start thinking about something else no you just these thoughts are in your head because of what you just dealt with you're gonna be fine you touch your tongue to your teeth again they're still your teeth you're gonna be okay you have time it's only been a couple of hours. You're just paranoid. You just wish the train wasn't such a bumpy ride. Your skin is on fire and your eyes hurt to move in their sockets. Your eyes snap open and you kind of snap out of whatever fever you were thrown into and the pain is still there 
you see a little bit of light just peeking through the tiny little holes in your hat and it kind of hurts your eyes like when you have a headache a migraine you don't want to see the light you just kind of adjust the hat a little bit to shield your eyes from it it's not hurting your skin just just your eyes the pain is still there but maybe it'll get dark soon the dark feels better safer that thought scares you too and you just know that you have to get to St. Louis before it's too late for you the rest of you mm. you are watching Luther doze in and out of consciousness like his body jumps when he wakes up and you can you can tell when he's awake and when he's asleep you can't you can't see his face and that almost makes it worse in a way as his head is covering him you see sweat beating on his arms but sometimes you see a little shiver and then after after about six hours of travel you hear or you feel a jolt and you hear the screeching of the train's brakes mm. as it is screeching to a stop you almost stumble out of your seat um luther you your body is kind of doubled forward a little bit and it is the most shocking pain you've ever felt just shooting up your spine into your gums you feel you feel just saliva kind of just dripping from your mouth from the pain itself for a moment and and you go to wipe your face and it just hurts everything hurts the train has stopped you look out the window you're not in st louis what do you do I want to pop my head out and see if there's anyone there, like I can see train worker or anything to see what's going on. Okay, you walk over, um, you kind of open up the door and peek out. Um, as you're peeking out, you see the, the car in front of you, um, you see the conductor actually like stepping out and looking forward. And looking past the conductor, uh, you actually hear another voice, you hear someone yelling the tracks are closed for business folks you can turn around and head in the other direction back where y'all came from if you know what's good for you and can i oh go ahead am i like cognizant of like like can i get up and do things or the longer you were sitting the worse you felt because that's all you could focus on but as you're hearing these other voices and it's yelling and you're seeing you're not in St. Louis, you're able to drown that out for a moment and let your 
desires kind of take over. So yeah, you're you're able to get up. It, it's I mean, it's not pleasant, but you're able to. So I would turn to my friends and say, well, maybe I got to go out in a blaze of glory. And I like pull up my pistols because uh, I'm not going to let these people do whatever they're doing up there. So I'm I'm headed out there. All right, you. You can't be serious. You're not going out there, are you? Well, what's the other option? I'm not gonna start biting you in here while or or back in Little Rock. So I, I'm I'm going to check out what's up there. Um, Luna. Hey, honey. I'm gonna throw my dice at you. <laughs> um. As Luther is approaching from behind you, Willie, to to exit. Uh, you hear the conductor say, no, you, you don't understand. We have to get to St. Louis. And um, the men are laughing. You actually see um, carriages uh, across the tracks to block them. And you see horses. You see, you see about a dozen men out here. Um, and a couple, of them, a couple of them laugh. And one of them says, you don't want to be in St. Louis. Trust me. What's going on in St. Louis? Uh, as you're stepping out, um, so there were there were curtains in inside or in the windows of the train, so it was able to be pretty dim in there. As yeah. as Luther is stepping out, um, the light does kind of hurt your eyes a little bit. You're, you're you kind of pull your hat down to shield your eyes a little bit more. Um, but Willie, you see, yeah, he <laughs> he is pale. He is, he looks like he's had the flu for three weeks. He is, he is not, not, I don't know how to phrase this. It's not like you're walking out trying to be intimidating, but he's definitely not intimidating in any fashion as he's stepping out. He's got sweat running down his face and drenching his hair as he steps out. They don't seem to even have heard what you said because everybody's just looking at you um, with concern, mostly. Uh, a couple of them just kind of bring up their guns just barely and they're like, hey, how about you stay over there, huh? Can I Luther, up? I think they might be right. You, you might not be safe leaving this car right now. Maybe you should let the three of us check it out first. Yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of, I don't really say anything. Yeah. And to the other people, I say, just stay away from him. He's not feeling too well. I'll, I'll come up from behind Luther and sort of sling his arm over my shoulder and, and keep him upright. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of them looking at you, still just eyes fixed on Luther, and he says, you look like hell what the, what happened to you yeah i'm not saying anything he's sick and we need to get him to a special doctor in st louis and we need to get there as soon as possible they kind of glance at each other and they're like look i ain't letting you through you're, you're just gonna have to go back to where you came from do these people look like highwaymen or do these look like like boarded officials or like who who are we looking at exactly um make a notice check sure
a five. Okay. Um, these definitely don't look like officials, and they don't. They don't look like bandits, either. If you had to guess, you've you've been around. You've been around a few places. You've been around a few rail yards. If you didn't know better, you would think these men belong to Josh Chamberlain, owner of the particular rail that you're on. Since when do company men stop down Mr. Chamberlain's uh, trains? There must be something very serious for you men to be out here. You see a couple of them that were kind of smiling towards each other. Their smiles leave and they kind of straighten up and they put their hands on their pistols at their sides. Like we ain't here to answer questions. We're, we're here to tell you to turn around. So you can do that and leave with your lives or or you can fight us. And he kind of looks back at the 12 people. But I I don't think that's gonna end well for you. Rail's closed. We have to get to St. Louis. We have to, we don't wanna fight you, but there's gotta be something we can do to let you to get us through. Look, if you need through that bay, you can walk. Rails closed. We're not gonna you say it again. Tell us why exactly the rail is closed? It's on a need to know basis. Well, as you can see by the very pale gentleman behind me, we need to know. Not my problem. I cough, I'm like, <laughs> and I turn to uh, Jonah, and I'm like, I got an itchy trigger finger, my friend. Um, I'm going to take one look at Matthias and Willie and see how they're feeling, too. Uh, I would like to turn to Jonah and just sort of, like, get, like, right up next to them so I can, like, under my breath be like, how big is it last year? It's decent. We might not have a choice. Uh, I'm I'm gonna look at Willie because Luther's made his position fairly clear, and <laughs> I if I go loud, Jonah will follow me. Yeah. Uh, Willie is the only one I don't know about. Well, the only thing I will say no to is blowing up the tracks so we can't go forward. But otherwise, I'm ready to go whole hog. Willie, you are one hell of a woman. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna turn around, hands spread wide with a deck of cards in my hand, and I say, you fellas wanna see a card trick? And then I'm gonna blast the guy that was talking. So there's a moment where he goes, a fucking cut, and then go ahead and... Who? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Can I uh, coordinate, as soon as his goes off, I'm gonna blast the next guy straight off. Sure. 
and, and I'll try and position with uh, Luther in my arms to to get him in a good position to shoot one off with his free hand. It's a six, so that does go off. All right. I hit him right behind his chest. Um, go ahead and roll some damage for that, just so I... I just want to say that this is an interesting reverse bandit situation where the people <laughs> on the train are attacking the... <laughs> it's like the opposite. Do damage dice explode also? Yes. Yes. That's exciting. You get a bonus damage die if you got a raise on your attack. I don't know if you did or not. Uh, unfortunately, for once, I did not. Uh, and that is 15 damage. Okay. Damn. It does 3d6 or 4d6 with the ribbons. What was yours, Jonah? Oh, uh, I haven't gone yet. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Uh, um, Luther and Willie, do you have something you want to do simultaneously as well, or? I'd be shooting. I would like to, <laughs> I would like to do a bolt. All right. All right, go ahead and roll those. Just all right. do this all simultaneously as, as you all just kind of <laughs> conversed for a moment and just turned around and, so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. Uh, so my spell casting was an eight. Okay. Uh, to hit. And then if that does hit, they take... Damage dice do not explode, right? Yes, they do. Okay. They do? Yeah, they do. Okay. Okay, I got a seven on my spell casting. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. Ooh, one exploded. Damn, guys. Yeah. And it did it again. Nice. Keep it going. Okay, so 12, 15, 17. Oh my god. That's what, three, three people gone in a second? <laughs> <laughs> Luther. Uh, I shot twice, I, and I also spent to Benny, um, but I got, I hit once, nine damage. Second one I hit, I had 12 damage. Okay. Alright, so as you all turn, blast just slam outward in, in different different colors, different different um, sizes almost even. Just just they all look different depending on who they're coming from and they uh, one of them slams into one person. You see them blasted backwards and their gun spins in the air and then clatters against the ground as they slam back and just land on their back on the ground. Uh, Jonah, your blast slams into someone and you actually see like a whole portion of their body just just gone as the blast slams into them and they fall lifeless. Um, Willie, as you turn and you blast outward, it slams into one of them, and you actually see it slams more into like their hips. And as it does, they fall just with this insane speed, face down into the onto the rail. You hear the clang of their heads slamming into the metal of the actual railroad tracks. Uh, and then Luther, your shot fires off two of them just back to back. <laughs> And um, as they do, they slam into the same guy. One of them slams into the chest. The other one, right between the eyes, slams down. Yeah. 
and it falls over that he falls over backwards um and that is when everyone opens fire <laughs>